Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. It's a, how we sees it, episode 141. The, the the podcast that has been waiting two years oh, in the waiting geez. to happen. <laughs> right? Uh, ever since we started this, we've been talking about Thor the Ragnarok. Uh, and now today, finally, we're going to cover I woke up to this morning like it was Christmas morning. I jumped up, was happy. Uh, you know, uh, it was just, it's, it's a great day. Um, so uh, if you've listened to any of these podcasts before, any of the MCU that we've done, you know that uh, I am a huge fan of, of Thor, the Ragnarok movie, uh, and Thor in, in general. Uh, so this is this is going to be one of those ones that I've been looking forward to doing for a long time. And I know Bo is, too. Uh, ah, much, ah. Uh, he likes to give me crap about it, and so uh, today is his chance to give me a whole bunch of crap about it. So <laughs> it's, it's all going to be good. Um, <laughs> on How We Seize It, uh, I'm your main host, Noah, and with me, as always, is my main man, Steve. Say hi, Steve. How's it going, everyone? Um, I, I'm feeling kind of like Korg here uh, with, uh, you know, as your sidekick. That, uh, so just kind of the <laughs> hanging out, chilling out. and uh, You can be my sidekick any day. <laughs> uh, with us back, too, is, uh, in our MCU, was here last week, and as always on the MCU. And the reason we started doing these damn MCU things uh, is Bo. How you hey, doing, everybody. <laughs> Glad I can make it. Don't forget, as always, download, rate, and review. Yeah. I I, I think how it started off was, is we said, if anybody has uh, anything they want to do, and you were the only one, I believe, that responded in the early days, and, and you said you want to do uh, MCU in chronological order, and so we said, yeah, let's do that. Who would have known? <laughs> two years. We're, we're down to the wire after two yeah. years. Yeah. Technically, we've got three left, uh, two big ones and a, and in, a carry in, on. In, in the Infinity Saga. Exactly, exactly. From yes. our original, our original task of, of yes, covering yes. the movies at the time, the the what was the one? And uh, that other voice you just heard—that's Nina. She's joining us also from the East Coast. So late night hey for guys. her, but that's it's all okay. good. Good to see y'all. <laughs> yeah. Um, also on this podcast, one of the things we always do, and I want to get into this really quick because I'm I'm really excited about one of the ones I did. I I, I had to do two. Uh, I, I actually limited it to I had about eight on online, uh, but I limited it down to two because I, I just wanted to go with those. But I wanted to get into our drinks, um, and always I, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot it off to uh, Steve. I'm gonna cool. let him go first on this one. Okay. Um, you, you sounded like you were you wanted to get going on here, so I was I'm just throwing it to you. I, I already drank it to tell you the truth. <laughs> my, my glass here is empty, uh, but I poured myself a, a, a standby, which uh, based on some of these ingredients. But but what I chose, I I, uh, I watched the movie last night, and I you know of course taken by its humor. And one of the things that's always so fun is seeing Jeff Goldblum's Guardian um, or Grandmaster tease uh, tease Thor and uh, teasing him about his sparkles. And uh, yeah, so I. I I found a drink called a, uh, a French sparkle that I based this on, on off of. Nice. Um, I adapted it a little bit and called it a Lord of Sparkles because it's all, they're also always teasing them about being Lord of Thunder as opposed to yeah. <laughs> so this is my Lord of Sparkles um, cocktail. It's a one ounce of vodka. Um, it calls for an ounce of raspberry um, raspberry vodka, but uh, it was actually put out by Chambord 
So uh, they don't make this raspberry vodka anymore. So I went ahead and got some Chambord and some had some regular vodka and uh, adapted a little bit with that. And then I also add ounce and a half of mango nectar, one ounce of champagne where you're getting your true sparkles. And uh-huh. um, and then I um, added a chocolate rim that's inspired by his entry into this world. Uh, I don't know if you'll notice he, he's going down the 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 psychedelic trip world yep, and he's yep. got the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory uh, theme going behind him. Um, the same and, music. Uh, <laughs> yeah, which segue next week, check our podcast out. We've got a little Charlie yep. and the Chocolate, Chocolate Factory action or Willy Wonka, depending on, I think we're bringing both versions. Cause yeah, one, yeah, I think one Maine is going to be Willy. Okay. <laughs> and I uh, also threw some sprinkles on there to add a little color to it because this movie nice. is all about color. Um, it is. I mean, well, it's about a lot of things, but the way <laughs> uh, the director uses color is 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 I've got I've got some things to talk about there that take me nice. back to film school. So uh, so uh, that's my drink, the Lord of Sparkles. I already downed it, and now I'm now I'm just having a, 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 some leftover uh, uh, nectar, some remnant nectar, sparkles nectar with uh, with a little bit of whiskey. So <laughs> nice, <laughs> cool. All right, well, I'm going to rotate here in my my screen, and I'm going to go with Nina next. Oh, okay. Um... Well, one of the new character, another new character that was in this is Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so first, I, I wanted to do something based on mead because yes. it's kind of like the traditional Asgardian drink. And I have these cool blue glasses with dragons on them that oh, I, nice. I hardly ever get to use. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> any excuse. So um, I found this drink and I, I adapted it a little bit, made a little more mead heavy. And it's called a Valkyrie. It, it was originally called a uh, a honey blossom margarita, but I'm calling mm. it a Valkyrita. Nice. Uh, and uh, so it's uh, about three ounces of um, mead, ounce and a half of tequila, ounce and a half of lime juice or roses lime juice. Nice. Um, oh. And uh, it's 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 a little sweet. But uh, it is not bad. I'm usually not. I think I've told you guys. I'm just like Thor. Not, it's a little yeah, sweet, just like Thor. It's a little sweet, just like Thor. <laughs> I, I think I've told you guys. I'm not usually a huge fan of tequila, but this is actually nice. So. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like that'd be a, a nice one to do, like blend it up on a on a summer day kind of thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think I think maybe yeah something like with ice, like a cooler. I think yeah. it would work. Yeah. Oh, sounds good. Sounds All good. right, Bo. But what do you got for us? So I, uh, one of the scenes that every time I watch it, I just laugh my ass off is when, is when Thor gets thrown into like, like the, the, the like housing for the, for the oh, gladiators. Right, right. I don't know yeah. what you call it. The, the, the freaky circle. The freaky circle. <laughs> it's kind of a freaky circle. <laughs> so when, when he's in there and he, he's talking about, uh, he's talking about, oh, no one's ever defeated the grand champion. But Doug used to talk like that. And he goes, um, who's Doug? Doug. Oh, yeah, Doug's dead. Doug's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, and then he runs off and he goes, all right, I'll see you later, new Doug. Doug. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I made a, co- I found a cocktail called the Douglas. Okay, yeah. And I actually modified it because the Douglas got one star out of 10. And oh. I figured I would do something to make it a little better. That's and the original I, Doug. Nice. That's the original <laughs> Doug, the dead Doug. That's the dead Doug. So the new Doug is um, kind of a play on that. And it's um, one part gin, half a part of, um, half a part of Grand Marnier, 
half a part of, excuse me, half a part of Drambuie, um, which is a Scotch liqueur, which the original one had uh, Scotch, but the Scotch liqueur is sweeter, obviously, with the name of the cure. Yeah. Um, some yeah. grenadine and two dashes of bitters. Now, in hindsight, I probably should have added some lemon juice um, yeah. just to kind of give it that, that citrusy flavor. I think it would be just a little bit better, but instead of using actual ice, I used uh, cocktail rocks yeah. because of because of cork. So nice. I have two cocktail rocks in there <laughs> oh, instead awesome. of ice. <laughs> so um, the other the other thing I did now talk about two years in the making. One of my one of my favorite like beers that I I, I won't say I found it myself, but uh, they used to have it at this place near where we lived. It's called Einstock, and Einstock is an Icelandic beer, but on the can is a Viking with a Viking helmet. Yeah. It's always made me, you know, always made me think of Thor. And as long as we've been doing this, I'm like, oh, just get an Einstock. Well, Einstock has either got bought by like Heineken or something, or they branched out to do some other things and they've started to do like seasonal releases and stuff. Hmm. So I have three seasonal and based on my last podcast here, I probably won't drink them all, but I'm, I'm I have options. <laughs> and, uh, but I have, uh, there's a Christmas Doppelbach. There is a Ooh. Arctic Berry, which I am wondering if it's like a Gose or not. There's another, um, there's a spring one, um, and I forget the name of it. I'll send, no, I'll send you the name so you can list them there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So those are those are the three I got. I didn't get the standard light and dark Einstocks, but I was walking through Total Wine and More the other day uh, looking looking for some, you know, buying, doing my normal shopping. Yeah, yeah. And, um, Actually, no, it wasn't there. It was at my new place, Caps and Corks. Anyway, I was walking through there, and um, I look on the shelf, and there's it's one of these places that they do a lot. Like, they break all the six-packs apart, and you take one at a time of everything. Yeah, yeah. So I look on a shelf, and on this lone, like, for sale shelf, like, they just had one left, and they were trying to get rid of it kind of a thing. Like, this, there was, like, all these, like, loose cans and, like, smeared off ice apples and stuff like that. So I look over there and sitting there just calling my name looking so sad was a German uh, a German lager called Valkyrie. And I just felt like uh, I had to get that oh too. Yeah. So uh, I'll probably do – I'm thinking I'm going to do the uh, the Arctic Berry and the, the Valkyrie after I get done with my uh, – my new Doug here. So yeah, sounds like she was away from her home, kind of like isolated. Uh, you know. <laughs> that's right. She was alone. That's a good point. She, she was, was the lone out. person away yeah. from everybody else, away from yeah. Asgard, and there <laughs> she was sitting on the shelf, just waiting for you. Nice. Uh, that sounds awesome. Um, I uh, I uh, I'm gonna go. I went with two. Um, I went down so many different roads. I looked at a Sparkle Hands. I looked at a Valkyrie. <laughs> I looked at. Uh, um, <clears throat> um, the the beers the the Isaac beers and stuff I I yeah. actually have one it's called Nordic Jam it's in my refrigerator right oh, now oh wow nice uh, and stuff like that uh, but what I ended up settling on is <clears throat> for some reason I was just going through stuff thinking of different names and uh, the Devil's Anus came up in my head for some reason <laughs> so I thought well I'm gonna search Devil's Anus uh, drink and I didn't find one exactly that but I did find one called Satan's Asshole. And I was like, close enough. I'm like, that's that's really close. And I had to I had to modify it a little bit, so I, I made a devil, devil's anus out of this Satan's asshole. Okay. Um, I, I went with one and a half shots of a raspberry vodka. So Steve, if you needed a raspberry vodka, I had I you. I could have come over. I, yeah. There go. <laughs> I had that one. Uh, a regular, another half, uh, one and a half ounces of a regular vodka. I went with uh, the Tahoe Blue because I really like that one. Um, and I, I have that one in the. Uh, uh, Half ounce of um, blue uh, curacao, 
and yep. a half ounce of grenadine. Um, and uh, so when I poured, the, you know, shake it up, pour it in there, and then uh, I covered it. I topped it off with um, some uh, lime uh, seltzer water. Oh, took nice. the pitcher, took the pitcher, took a sip, and I'm like, mm, it's not that tasty. It didn't look as good. like it, the red from the grenadine. Just well, it I got a nice coming from a devil's anus. So yeah, I, I, I thought it was going to be a little bit more reddish <laughs> color with the the grenadine. But the grenadine I have doesn't have the the dark red that like roses gives it. Um, so I, uh, and the taste was it was just kind of bland. So I threw a little bit of lemon juice in it, and it it added a little bit of color to it and kind of brought it out. Uh, and the flavor was much better, so I think I think that one is one that needs a little lemon in it too. So, but yeah, the devil's anus, you know, you got to get a pucker from there, so yes. you got to have that lemon juice. That's it. So, uh, needed needed that lemon juice in it. Nice. And so that that was one I went with, and I'm about halfway through that one. That was pretty good. But the one I'm really excited about, and I sent this picture to you guys, and I hope I hope you get a, get a chance to look at it because it's really cool. Um, I did a layered drink, uh, a layered shot, and it's. I got it still here. You guys can see in the screen there. It's still nice and layered. Yeah. Um, oh, nice. So this is one that uh, I was. I went on a tangent today trying to find something, and what it stemmed from is, uh, you know, we got we got talking Hulk in this movie, right? And uh, you know, he's 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 not just little, you know, puny god kind of words. He actually had some conversations, and one of the conversations is this deep, heartfelt conversation with Thor, where they're sitting on the side of his bed, you know. And Hulk is like, oh, Hulk is always angry, like a like a fire, you know, like Hulk like fire, Thor like water, and you know, Thor's like, no, no, you know, we're both, you know, we're both like fire. And Hulk goes, yeah, but Hulk raging fire, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so so I made a drink and it's based off a drink called a blue ghost shot. It, this is now called uh, Hulk like raging fire. <laughs> and it, and it, so it starts off with a half ounce of butter shot, uh, butterscotch schnapps, uh, half ounce of cream de mint. And, I, and, you, and you're going to layer these in, in the sh uh, shot glass this way. Uh, half ounce of bourbon cream. And then a half ounce on top of that of rum fire, which is my overproof rum. It's like a 63% uh, alcohol. And then you light that fucker on fire because it's raging fire. And so I was able to get a pretty decent picture, and you could see the flame on top of it, which I thought was pretty cool. And so uh, it's it's still here, and um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this right now. I know the, that rum fire is sitting on top, and that's some, some heavy shit, so I'm hoping that gets covered up really quick as it goes <laughs> down. So here oh, we go. Yeah, you got Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I kept it for you. I, I made this about a half hour ago, and it's just been sitting there teasing me, waiting for me. So I'm going to drink this while you guys talk, all right? There we go. Cool. Well, you, mentioned the over, take... you mentioned the overproof rum. Last night when I went to rewatch this movie, I, I made myself a dark and stormy, which is some rum and, uh, and yeah, ginger, yeah. ginger beer. But I inadvertently grabbed my overproof rum, which is 151 cool. proof. <laughs> and and uh, it ended up, you know, passing out about halfway through the movie. So I had to, I had to, I had to finish it up today. Uh, you know, I'd seen it a couple times before already. Not not as many times as as Noah has seen it. But you didn't miss much. <laughs> I still haven't gotten all the way through it once. So yeah, you, you know, yeah. Noah, I love that you bring up this conversation between Hulk and Thor because it is so much represents. You know, these are two boys just talking and kind of like teasing each other like like yeah like young boys do and it kind of it made me think about oh, what nina commented about and i think i even brought it up last week about about a lot of these being written for for young boys and just kind of their 
you know, the, their enjoyment of this stuff. And, and even though this is completely different than so many MCU movies, it does have that, that moment where you just kind of bond with this and go, yeah, that's <laughs> exactly how we talked when we were just little boys and trying to make the other one feel, <laughs> feel oh, like, for like sure. they were inferior to us. You know? <laughs> well, I mean, that, that whole scene where, where it starts off, this is after the big fight uh, in the big gladiator ring, which is, I mean, phenomenal area you know this this portion of that movie but this is after uh thor wakes up in there and is trying to figure out where he is and awesome scene too you know hulk comes strolling out of the hot tub you know from the back and you're like oh and then and you know then we get the one where he actually literally walks out of the tub and it's like oh oh you're naked okay and then he's like oh that's burned in my head I now i see that <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i i mean i thought that was hilarious uh but then they start arguing and he's throwing the shield at him and, and, and that yeah. you know it just it 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 really reminded me of um of growing up with some of my best friends and stuff like that where yep. we were around each other for so long that you know we just got on each other's nerves and we just needed to fight for a, a 10 minutes and then everything was good and it literally was like that I, I one of my best friends terry we were together way too much probably but uh we would literally get together in in about every three weeks we would literally just have a throwdown we'd be wrestling and punching and biting i mean like literally trying to hurt each other and it would last for about 45 minutes until we were exhausted or someone got you know like a little more hurt than we wanted and then we were best friends again for three weeks and you know the happy go lucky until we did it again and th this went on for years and it was one of those things is it just every now and then you just got to let off the steam sometime with your buddy and, and you do it in a fun you know fun but meaningful way and so yeah I, I saw a lot of that that, that uh, bonding and stuff there's that moment when when uh, Thor's wanting to leave and he's like I'm leaving and, and Hulk's just like yeah go 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 and then he runs into the shield and and yeah. Hulk just laughs and laughs and yeah. that's, that's more my my childhood is is you, you know someone's about to fall in a ditch and fall flat yeah. on their face and it's like I'm not saying anything I'm really anxious to see this happen yeah well, not only does <laughs> Not only does he not say anything, he says, no, leave again. He wants to do it again, right? You know? It, it's, yeah, Hulk has, I mean, we finally got talking Hulk, which is great because, uh, you know, in, in, in the comics, Hulk talked. And, and uh, if you guys have ever watched any of the animated, there's, there's some great animated series uh, of the Avengers where uh, Hulk talks a lot. And him and Thor and uh, Hawkeye have some great interactions. And a lot of it, a lot of it has to do with Thor, you know, and what he says and, and, and how he is, it's, it's a lot of fun. But this movie is more than just, you know, the Hulk and Thor. This, this has so many other levels there. Uh, you know, we want to talk about uh, the beginning where uh, this, this such a great open. It's such a good is, opening yeah. scene. You know, it, it is, is the best opening of any MCU movie. Can I, I, I'm going to go, go on I, record as saying best opening. I agree, but I want to back up a moment because to me, the opening sequence of this movie started with the teaser trailer that came out. And I think I mentioned it last week to watch the trailer, but I, I think yeah. what I really meant to say was watch the teaser because that was the one that had the immigrant song and showed what Taika Waititi was doing with this movie, with the with the imagery, with the humor, and with the that heavy metal feel mm -hmm. to it. And what... Uh, what an introduction to what this movie could be. And so I just want to throw that out there thinking that, that, to me, I think we even talked about it in our uh, trailer podcast a couple years oh, ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I brought this up as that and Guardians of the Galaxy being epic trailers yeah. that just got you just 
you know, salivating for these movies. So you're right. You're right. Um, and, uh, and I think a Taika Waititi actually introduced himself to the, to Kevin Feige when they were trying to find a director for it. And he put together a reel of some stuff from like big trouble in little China and, and stuff yep. like that. But he included this song and it, it worked so well that they, they made sure they, they paid the royalties to Led Zeppelin to make sure it was in the movie. So nice. I think it's only the fourth movie to feature a Led Zeppelin song. Okay. Really? Yeah. Well, other than song remains the same, but we won't talk about that one. I might yeah. try to, I might try to, slip well, that's in. one movie though, but there's like a dozen songs in it. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Right. I, I might try to slip it into this podcast when I, when I, uh, you know, oh, there you go. It. so <laughs> hopefully they don't pull the podcast. If I, think do, you, I think maybe you it'll have, get us some more listeners. You can get up to five seconds, I think, or something like that. Right. Okay. You can have, like, I think it's more little, than that. It's okay. more than five seconds. Yeah. It, it's a certain amount of seconds that it's, it's like 15 or something like that. But, uh, but right off the bat with the beginning of the movie, which I'll get back to now, they, they pretty much led yeah. with immigrant songs. So they, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, here a movie podcast, they, they put a song on theirs all the time. And they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And they play a lot more of it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, one of the best openings. I mean, we, we, we talk about that, that cold or it's a cold opening, you know, with, with, with Thor. And it's almost like he's breaking that fourth wall. But in a way, yeah. he's not because he's talking you know, to the skeleton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which is there's, which is great. Yeah, there's um, there's actually a theory that uh, the whole movie is sort of is Thor narrating his story, which oh. is why he like talks a little more um, conversationally, and there's a. a you know, different things that happen that seem sort of unlikely. That <laughs> it's, but it's just like, you know, this is what, if Thor was telling this story like to the Asgardians as they're escaping or something like that, like, let me tell you how I got here. I know? could see that except for the, the, there was the couple times where he, he kind of screamed like a girl uh, to, to lack of a better way of saying it, like uh, when he yeah. get his hair when he gets his haircut, and then the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory when you know, you're, you're going to meet the yes. the Grandmaster in five four, and he's looking, <laughs> you know. So I, other than that, yeah, I could see I you know he would go in a little more bravado, I think. But yeah, for sure, I I could see that. Um, I love the opening scene. It is one of those ones to me that is one of the most comic. Uh, accurate in, in lack of a better way of saying it where like you could see that right off the pages of a comic book like the fighting sequences the 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 way every, everything comes out it's so freaking good but you're talking about um, action let's back up a little bit because that the, you know when he the falls discussion in the, the chain yeah he starts having the discussion with so yes so certa 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 you know and, and you know that you know he starts spinning, and right off the bat, you know where the, that, that they're really elevating the humor. Just the way, hang on, just a sec, just a sec. Oh, oh no, it starts even better than that because it starts with Thor, Odin's son, Serta, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right off the top, they, you're like, what? Oh, okay, all right. But yeah, but then the next one is definitely the like, oh, hold on, wait, I'll, I'll be back around in a second. Yep, yep. Yeah. I, I don't even know why it's doing this. I'm not moving at all. <laughs> yeah, right. Just the way, yeah, it's very. So, I mean, and there's there's some other comic parts in that, too. You know, he's talking about, uh, is, is that your, your crown? He goes, oh, I thought it was just a big eyebrow, <laughs> you know. Yes. And then and then the one that I love is, is like, he goes, and that's what heroes do. And he's like, oh, wait a minute, time that wrong. And then the, then the hammer comes in and he breaks free. And I was like, oh, so good. 
another great line from that is, uh, I'm going to just knock this the, the tiara off your head. And, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. it just there's so many little, clo- like, through this entire movie, you, you have to see this more than once to catch all of it because you're going to be laughing at points and miss some of the comedy uh, um, sometimes just because yeah. they they fall in line sometimes so quickly that you're going to miss one or two. Well, and, the and, comedy, even, and even, go ahead, Steve. Well, I was going to say the comedies, I appreciate the comedy because it's not just comedy for, you know, making a funny joke, but it's self-deprecating and also kind of pokes fun at the MCU at times too. So oh, for you feel, sure. like, <laughs> feel like you're kind of in on this. It's like, oh, we're getting a whole new uh, yeah. point of view of, of the comedy and, and what this, what this represents. So, yeah, no, but I, I think like even some of the things, I mean, we're, this is, I, I feel like this is going to be like everybody trying to get in for a comment on this podcast. Cause I think everybody, you know, as much as I give Noah a hard time and, you know, because Thor is probably the, probably cry, has more crying scenes than any other uh, Avenger in the entire series, um, among other things. But, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely in like the top, I want to say like top third, top five for me, you know, it's, it's way up there. It's really good. Yeah. But like, you look at things like when they, when they go, when he first goes to Asgard, when he first, you know, when he, when oh. he first get to Asgard and there's, first of all, uh, is it Liam Hemsworth? I, I always mess up the brother's names. So it's, 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 Le- it's what Luke, are the Hemsworth? Hemsworth. <laughs> Luke Hemsworth, which, which, so. the, which the hilarious thing is I didn't think I didn't realize he was an actor because he hasn't done like any American movies. I thought, did they like find the Hemsworth brother that's like? A well, he was in uh, West <laughs> right. Westworld. He was in Westworld. Oh, was he? Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, but so that's so yeah. So anyway, but so there's Luke Hemsworth, and then there's also you know uh, 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 Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Yes. Matt Damon did Loki. it. Right. Exactly. And it's just like things like that. They like they're uncredited. They don't show up in the actual credits <laughs> of the movie. They're just like, sure, I'll do it. Like kind of a thing or whatever. But uh, then looking at other people that are in it, like even their voices, Zachary, Le- Zach Levy or Zachary Levi or Levy or however you say it. Yeah. Yeah. Does the voice or is Fandral? Well, right? No, no, no. He's, he's Fandral. He's... He was in the he was in the second movie also. But he was in the but but still it's like so he I like I don't think he has any lines I think he no, just like he had a line and they on, cut it yeah he appears on screen and is immediately killed by Hella <laughs> yeah so it's like so there he is so there's Fandral and then it's like oh so he's like I'm collecting checks from Shazam but I'll just like do this on the side I think I think that's why they I think that people are speculating that that's why he got killed so killed quickly, so quickly with, without a doing line Shazam. yeah you, uh, you mentioned Hemsworth but then, uh, you mentioned Hemsworth and uh Matt Damon but also Sam Neill uh, yeah yes. right yeah another Jurassic Park alumni with with Jeff yep. Goldblum and yep. then he was also in and uh, and a, and a fellow, and previous a, Previous movie, the the wilder people one, the hunt for wilder. Yeah, hunt oh, for the wilder people. people. Oh, yeah. I was gonna yeah. say, I. Um, but one, yeah. Taika oh, Waititi sorry. put a lot of like Australians and New Zealanders in this yeah. too. Yeah. So uh, one one of the other ones, real quick though. Sorry. So, and I just I'm just gonna throw this out there. It, it's because I'm talking about this other stuff. But the thing that I I found really funny. So over the weekend, Kelly and I were watching some movies, and we watched this movie called I think it was called The Loft. Um, yeah, it was called The Loft. Anyway, um, it's just like some random, like, kind of thriller kind of a movie. And I'm like, oh, who's that guy? Like, he looks familiar or whatever, and I'm going through it and all that. And I come across this guy, uh, Carl Urban. 
<laughs> yes. And I'm like, wow, Carl Urban, what do you know? Like, oh, he's, he's done a done, lot of he's stuff. He's done a shit ton, done of, a stuff. ton but, of stuff. And he does different stuff. At, it's not like just like he's typecast. I, he's, but he, looking he, at him, looking at him in the loft, him. looking at him in the loft compared to how he looks in this, like with the shaved head and the tattoos on the head and all that kind of stuff, I'm like, I would have never, ever, ever in a million years do picked you, that do up. You watch the, do you watch The Boys? Yeah. yeah, I haven't watched the boys yet. He stars in it. He's Billy yeah. Butcher. Well, he and... was also Bones in uh, Star Trek, right? Yes. Judge Dredd in like everyone's yeah. Judge Dredd when it comes to movies. <laughs> yeah. He was. He was. Cute. I first saw him in Xena Warrior Princess as right. Cupid. Oh, wow. <laughs> he had like where he was like blonde and. You know, oh my god, that's great! Wearing a little think... toga, and like yeah. he would, he played a stormtrooper in episode nine. Like he's like, I just <laughs> yeah. need a check. Oh, it had to be episode nine. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> he was in Pete's Dragon. Yeah, he's the he's remake. Really good. The remake. Pete's Dragon. Really good. Yeah, Pete's Dragon from 2016, which I saw on so, the scene. <laughs> one, get, one, another Australian as well. So yeah. one of the one of the stories I heard, and and I don't know if you guys have heard this, and I thought it, it just cracked me up. So uh, we've got the uh, we got Chris Helmsworth playing Thor, and then we got his brother Luke playing uh, Thor at, in the acting troupe. Well, apparently th uh, Chris Helmsworth got this yeah. uh, uh, from the edition that he went to with his other brother. The younger brother was actually uh, was. Uh, going to the edition to be Thor, Chris Helmsworth wasn't originally going, and someone saw him reading lines, and he got the job. So, there's no he, L Noah, by the way. For what? It's Hemsworth, not Helmsworth. Hemsworth. Oh, Hemsworth. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, no, no. It's alright. I'm just uh, it, it's your favorite movie. I'm just. <laughs> I, I thought I was saying Hemsworth because I know what Hems is worth. Anyways, he's worth a lot. Anyways, uh, so. <laughs> he went with he went with his younger brother who was there to to actually try out for Thor. Ended up getting the job. Then comes along this part where he could have got his other brother who wanted to be Thor originally, and he said, "Nah, fuck." You could have been Thor in the remake. In yeah, the, in the, <laughs> the Thor within the Thor. So, and and so the people the people I heard this on from a podcast were just going off on it and having so much fun, and they're like, "Yeah, that's that's the difference in like most you know an American you know brothers and Australian brothers. American brothers like, oh, you know, I'll give it to you. And Australians like, nah, fuck you twice." You know, <laughs> that was just, I thought that was freaking hilarious. Uh, you know what? From everything I've seen and heard about the Hemsworth clan, oh geez. is they they just seem like oh a yeah, super tight knit family, and just like very like um, Tom Hiddleston has said he's like he's like I've been adopted as uh, yeah. <laughs> an unofficial Hemsworth in yeah. their family. Like they have me to their their house. Oh. You know, yeah. <laughs> that would that would be so awesome. Um, yeah. Now before he's, we he's doing okay. He's getting yeah. by. Um yeah. I, I want to talk about I want to talk about the play. Um and there's also some scenes before that, that I want to talk about too. But the whole play thing was was hilarious. Oh, yeah. And and uh from the from the get go when Thor lands uh and you're walking up and, and you see O or Odin. Real quick, one second. There's also another Hemsworth in the movie. Taylor Hemsworth. Oh, College really? girl number two. It's one of the oh. girls that takes the picture oh, um, when he gets to Earth. Oh, I, think, uh, I. You know what? I saw that on on New Rock Stars. I think she's like his niece or something like that. Yeah, oh, that's, that's hilarious. hilarious. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I just came across that. <laughs> she's, I just I, to, she's, so, she's the sorry, one who's like, I'm sorry, Jane dumped you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you know what? That's awesome she didn't because dump me. <laughs> that's that's all new knowledge to me. That that is perfect. Oh, um, that's awesome. But I wanted to talk. So we got. Uh, 
Odin sitting there watching the uh, the tragedy of Loki, <laughs> you know the, the story. Yeah. So fucking funny when he says it, and um, just hilarious. And the the whole interaction. But you have, um, oh god, I'm trying to figure. Uh, why can't I think of his name? Anthony, Anthony Hopkins. Hopkins. Yeah. Playing loki playing <laughs> odin yes, yes. And be, is, like when he first sees him the the oh shit you know and yes. then the way he's leaning oh my god is so good so freaking good anthony hopkins has so much range so i'm not he surprised is, he was yes. able to pull that off i mean the so. stuff i've seen him in like i just yeah like i just saw i just saw a movie um with kelly it was another it was i, I don't have to look up the name forget the name of it i'll, I'll get to it in a second but I watched that, and he plays this, like, it's almost like uh, Primal Fear. Like, he almost plays a guy who's, like, Primal Fear, like, like he's, like, trying to, like, rope-a-dope the lawyer kind of a thing or whatever, right? So it's one of those kinds of things. But then we also watched about, you know, a month or two ago, we also watched Silence of the Lambs, where he's a uh, certified fucking psychopath. Right. <laughs> I'll, right. I'll give you I'll give you one last Halloween Andrew and I watched a bunch of 70s thrillers and horror movies <laughs> and we watched magic do you guys remember nice. this I oh, remember the yeah. name but with the about the ventriloquist dummy oh yeah 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 uh-huh he was a ventriloquist well, he was, he was. Yeah, same he sort was, of, he was an elephant man and he too. was young he was like in his 20s yeah wow. so what's that elephant man um, back yes. in David Lynch, um, he played in that movie. Yep. Uh, yeah, you know, he's. I mean, he's Remains been around the day, forever. The two popes. He's got such. Uh, and then, of course, Odin. <laughs> yeah. And, Odin. and Loki Odin. You know, he could pull yeah. that yeah. off. Right. And so, Beowulf, obviously, is his IMDb page. And so, I mean, I, yeah, he's. And I mean, he's one of those. You know, when you talk about how great the MCU is, his you've got to say, it's like. We have a guy who's a certified Oscar winner and like one of the, you know, considered one of the best actors of his generation. And here he is playing the god of Asgard, the, yeah. the leader of the well, gods of Asgard. And the god of mischief for a moment, too. You know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he wasn't planning on coming back to this until he was able to read the script. And, and I think it was Taika Waititi who went and talked to him and... and convinced him to actually come back and reprise the role. Wow. That's great. So, um, so, uh, his, his scene, fracture. Sorry. sorry. That's the movie I was thinking of fracture. I did I did I'd say, check it out. It's a good movie. Anyway, go ahead. I was going to say his scene in Norway with Thor and Loki. Yeah. Where he's kind of like making his peace with Loki at the end of his life and, and with Thor. Oh. And, and I mean, it's just, you know, as, well, as much as we talk about this movie being a comedy, that just rips you apart. It's just well, you know, I think even better scene. I think the better scene is when when uh, Thor goes and says, "You know, I'm really sorry," or not, not at the very end, or closer to the end. And he's they, like, "Yeah, are you the god of hammers?" Oh, yeah. right. He's like, "Are you the god of hammers?" I like, God, I get chills right here. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "No, I'm not the god of hammers. I'm going to yeah. show you what's up." Yeah. <laughs> That's a, that's a great scene. Um, I wanted to go back to the play. Uh, this is talking about uh, you know making fun of MCU in a way. They used the same music that was used in Thor: uh, The Dark World in that yes. scene when it actually yes. happened. Yes. Uh, and so yes. it is literally making fun of themselves for that that whole thing, uh, which you know when you go back and watch it and you know these little things and you pick them up, you're like, oh my god, it's so good. Uh, I wanted to go and, back even a little. And there's little details like Thor standing there watching it, like, 
what yeah. is going on? <laughs> right. And and like, and Loki dies on stage, and the woman next to him like grabs his shoulder. Yeah. Like, oh, well, so well, here's the thing: the second he walked up and saw the play, he knew, yes. he knew. it yeah. was a lie. Yeah. Like he didn't yeah. have to see the play. He probably I, was right. like, "Yeah, this is bullshit." Well, it was it was when he saw the statue of Loki. Yeah. And he comes out and he goes, he goes, "What's with the statue?" And he goes, "Yeah, a little bit greasier than you know, slimier, you know, weaselier than he looks normally." And it's just, but I I love the way. Uh, Odin says the the you know the tragedy of of Loki of Asgard. <laughs> just yeah. the yes. way he says it, it's just like oh my god, it's so funny. Um, I wanted to go back a little bit before that because there's there's another scene um, and it's it's after we get the kind of opening credits of the the Ragnarok, which every time I see it, I'm like oh my god, that 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 not work underneath. I'm like that'd be such a cool tattoo. I I, <laughs> I thought about that again when I saw the uh, just yesterday. I was like oh, but we get Scourge. And hilarious, uh, just opening with him is like, behold my stuff. You know? The- <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's got a scooter uh, and he's got his like, oh, he's got all know, kinds of things that, that yeah. play a big so, part later. The cool, the cool <laughs> the, part the about the M6. Yeah. yeah. The oh shake weight was awesome. The shake weight is, is okay. fucking hilarious. Do you guys know the story of the shake weight? No. Like so, in real life, or no, no. So, well, okay. So the I've real got life my is own that shake weight story, <laughs> but we won't talk so, about that. So uh, no. the shake weight in the movie actually belongs to Taika Waititi, who no. bought it while he was on uh, uh, the movie uh, doing the movie Green Lantern. Oh. Uh, he bought it one night when he was up. up what was he doing uh, with Green Lantern? Was he on that? He's he's yeah he's um Hal Johnson's buddy uh, in yeah, Green Lantern. In oh, he's a uh, oh he's an actor. Okay. He's an actor, and so uh, he, he got caught up in one of the infomercials one night when he couldn't sleep and bought it. So that is actually his personal shake weight oh that they God. used in the movie. And, <laughs> and so I don't know if it was him that brought it in or somehow it got brought up, but 80% of this movie was, uh, was ad-libbed and kind of like uh, off the cuff. And yeah. so that might have been one of those scenes, but just uh, I thought it was hilarious. The funny thing, and, and then with the, the two M16s, uh, which is uh, it really reflects back to the actual comics. There's there's a whole thing with Scourge and, and M16s uh, that we, we get at the end where he does his kind of final thing, and, and that's true. But uh, it, there's another uh, line in there. He goes, you know, I name them uh, Dez and Troy because you put them together and it's destroy. But he also says he got him in in a, a place off uh, in uh, Midgard called Texas or Texas. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and uh, so the joke in that is is that it's named after uh, Troy Aikman and and um, well, who's the receiver? Des. Uh, Des Bryant. Des Bryant. So it, it's kind of a nod to the uh, NFL and and uh, oh, Dallas wow. Cowboys. Yeah. So huh. I thought that was just kind of funny. Uh, great line, and I. I love the two girls that are sitting there, like all impressed with him, until the big dragon head comes rolling and the in. Tongue flops down, and the eye yeah. rolls over. And the screen, yeah. <laughs> they do that so well. I was like, they they themselves should got a bonus check for that because it is well, so a perfect. bonus check. Right? Well, well, my my favorite my favorite part of that is later when the all the Asgardians are on the Rainbow Bridge, uh-huh. and they like pan across. Those two girls are there with with swords oh nice fight. Yeah, oh so awesome it's like so like yeah they were all like yeah dragon guts until but when it came time to defend asgard they stepped right up that's cool. nice that's great yeah, that's that's it's, really it's cool. cool all right yeah i just love that op- i mean it just goes from scene to scene that just gets better and i mean opening scene then you get the 
the the the uh, Bifrost and and him coming in and the whole uh, you know my stuff. And then I mean, just even before he leaves, he's like he flies off and he goes, well, "I'm supposed to announce you." And then he starts running. You yeah. know, slime covered down. He starts running. And you're like, "Oh my god." The whole the whole play and all that, it's just, it's so classic. And then, you know, we get the great reveal. He's going, you're really going to make me do this? And, and throws Mjolnir, and he's, he's like holding him by the back of the head. You know, we, then we get the whole thing with Loki. Which yeah. then leads us to, uh, back to Midgard, right? We get back to Earth. Uh, and I believe they go to Oklahoma, is is what I've uh, come to understand is is what someone said and and I could be wrong it, it may be it may be New York because that's where strange is I don't know for sure I but I kind of thought it was New York it just it looks like New York I just So uh the Shady Acres uh um old folks home uh yeah. is also uh god it, it's in uh it's, it's Ace, everywhere Ace it's, Ventura was one of the ones they talk about it um, was it was in up the Pixar up, movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 kinda like, you know, it's it's kinda one of those in jokes if you need a name yeah. of a retirement of a shady retirement home. It's yeah. called Shady Acres, yeah. <laughs> so that was great. I mean, and then, you know, there's there's some great scenes in that. The 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 part with uh, you know, it was a mutual dumping, you know, yes. uh, which is so good. <laughs> I love the other one is like uh, when when the magic starts and he's like I'm not a witch and he's like well why do you dress like one you know yes. <laughs> just there's just so much banter back and forth um, that leads us to the Doctor Strange which uh, this was a, a in in credit scene um, before this I can't remember exactly which movie it was in but this was uh, was an in credit scene almost almost verbatim right I think it was Doctor Strange. Was it in Doctor Strange? I believe so. Yeah. Okay, I couldn't remember which one it was, but I know it's it's very similar. And and um, what it, what happened was is they actually went and filmed this. This was one of the first first sets of scenes they actually filmed in all of uh of Thor Ragnarok because they did it right after right after Doctor Strange had finished before they could tear down all the sets. So those are actually the original Doctor Strange sets and everything that they used. It was weird um, seeing Doctor Strange after we just watched Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> and of course, his, you know, his goatee is like thin. He doesn't have any gray yeah. hair and stuff. It was like, oh, this is he younger? Younger, Benedict, younger. Uh, I'm sorry, do you, have, do you have a name for him? Yeah, it was it was Lost Eye uh, Flirk and Scratch. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, this goes back to to my my statement that I made last week in that I think Doctor Strange does better as a cameo or or uh, support character than he does as a, a lead character. Like I thought he was great in this. I think he 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 seemed more Doctor Strangey than than in Doctor Strange. Did did, uh, you, yeah. did you see when they said the Bleecker Street? And maybe they mentioned this before, but when I saw that, all I could think of was was Sherlock Holmes. You know, because Benedict Cumberbatch plays Sherlock Holmes in Baker Street. And and so you see that little card that's that's where you go and so, and, and and I that's that's actually his address in the comics. Yeah. Okay. And but, it, but 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 I, I don't know. I think it was the way it it appeared. It just it just yeah. called so, out called out that reference to me. Uh, from what I remember is Doctor Strange is like seven like seven seven or something, and uh, the it's, that's in, it's in Greenwich Village. So right whatever the address is 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 in the sevens and uh for um sherlock holmes is also on bleaker but he's in the fours well so no, it no, is it's baker street for, for is it baker and it's, and it's yeah. two and it's 221b yeah and it's in london 
It is, yes. Yeah, but, but well, but it's still, it's still, not like they can't have the same name street. But it was, yeah, it was very it was, similar. Yeah, maybe it was the way it was written. It just something what? called out that. So yeah, I think I think, I think the Doctor Strange pulled from that originally, okay. and that's in the comics. But that is a comic accurate address. Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah, yeah. What, it's one seventy seven eight Bleecker Street, which doesn't actually exist. Yeah. Well, it probably does. It's just one of those magic. It's like Harry B Potter Baker magic, Street. you know. Two twenty one Baker Street does exist, and I've been. Yes, <laughs> I've I've tried to find. I tried. Well, I've been to the I've been to the Sherlock Holmes statue. I don't know if it's actually on Baker Street. There's a Sherlock Holmes bronze statue, which I I made a point of seeing when I went to London. But I've been to New York a couple of times, and the last time, or one of the last times I was there, I looked for one seventy seven eight Bleecker, and it does not exist. Okay. Yeah. Well, so at now least we're in, in real, at least in real life, it could be a multi-dimensional kind of a that's probably doorway. what it is. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. You're in the wrong universe. Um, right. So we get we get, <laughs> we get we get Doctor Strange in we're, this. We're actually in. We actually have a number. The, oh yeah. The real world is like ten thousand eight hundred, yeah. and it's oh really. It's, yeah, it's the universe where superheroes don't exist. Uh, <laughs> of course which, it is. Which stinks. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I said, in this one, Doctor Strange to me was great. Uh, it, much better than in his own movie as a, a side character. But I love the interaction with them. You know, the 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 popping uh, him through. the the. Oh, I was going to bring it up. Uh, Thor having the umbrella. Yeah, um, instead of the hammer. Yeah, so that's an actual throwback to the comics too. When he was, uh, he was, um, I can't think of the guy's name. Uh, Don. Off the top. Yeah. Yeah. He so there. It's I actually his last name. Yeah. Doctor, he, he, yeah. He transforms into a guy, and the guy carries a cane as a as a walking stick that turns into Mjolnir, and so it was a direct relation back to the comics. So I thought that was really cool. But the, what I was gonna say about that is so funny is when they're at the very end of it, when he's getting ready to send them to to where Odin is. And he, and he reaches up and he goes, oh, don't forget your, your umbrella. And he reaches out his hand and then you just hear the crashing in the background. Yeah. He's just wrecking like, all this shit. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. He's like apologizing. I, I have to tell you, I, I had the surround sound on when I watched that. And oh. the surround sound is hilarious because it like starts in the back of the room and comes like forward. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> good surround sound will do it anytime. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so this leads to probably, I mean, this, this, it's been comical all the way up in this, but this does lead to the most emotional or one of the most emotional scenes in, in this is where we, we talk to Odin, right? You know, you've got the, the two, uh, you got Loki the first time or the second time you're saying this the is first a, time, the first this time. is the first time, the first okay. time that we really get emotional beats in this. And, and it's that whole story. And, and it starts with, um, when they walk up on the side of Odin, he goes, ah, oh, my sons. And if you look at it, Loki, when he says that, the emotional response on 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 Hiddleston's face when when he does it, it is so good because it's one of those. It's like he he realizes that he calls him son, and it's kind of like this, he, you know. And and, just, and he's actually it's pro it, he's he speaks really kindly to him. He's like yeah, he's like uh, when when Thor's like brother break your spell he's like and he shakes his head he's like no no i broke that spell he's like yeah but but, but frigga would have been proud of you yeah and it's like like he he acknowledges like their relationship and and that yeah. he's actually good at magic and oh the it was all it was so good and it was really i have to say this this is the only time that i i could see the green screen though <laughs> and it was such a weird little moment because it's it's when they're walking towards the cliff 
uh, it's just the way they, it almost looks like someone walking in front of a painting. Um, yeah, and I was like, we, but which is good, which is good. I'm just saying that out of all the all of the CGI in this, that's the only thing that really stood out to me as like, oh, that was over the top. Well, a lot of the movie is is so over the top. I think that was in, intentional. In Go ahead, sorry. Well, sorry, I just I just mean a lot of the movie can get away with it. You know, Hulk can yeah. get away with it, all these things. But I did remember from the trailer, the original teaser trailer, when they showed uh, uh, Hella show up for the first time. Yeah, it was, it's, it was it's in a, a new, it was in a New York alley, or you know, or, yeah, you know. So so they obviously did some changes, and they yeah. used probably the same the same yeah, was, green screen work and just put it behind a different. Uh, different I I read that they had that they made a lot of changes from the original. Originally, they were going to have um, the. They were going to find Odin had been kind of like wandering around New York or whatever, uh, as like a, you know, like a like a bum lost, like a crazy yeah, like a crazy crazy homeless. I'm glad guy. they didn't do that. And, I'm glad and, they and, hobo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of, well, it, but like kind of like uh, one of those like the end is near, you know, yeah. kind of things, you know, the sky is falling, kind of guys, yeah, and so. And then they decide, maybe, maybe, uh, you know, Anthony Hopkins is like, I don't know if I want to do that or whatever. Yeah. And they, they oh, it's perfect the way they did it. I, I yeah, love I everything. I, th I think it was much better. Well, it, it, the, the, there being such a, a, a magnificent uh, scenery, but very calm and like you're not, you don't need to look into the background. It really let the actors and the acting and the story stand out rather than checking out the background. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think well, do you it, think? And Norway Sorry, has that kind of like stark landscape of just like, yeah, you know, just like cliff, you, ocean, you know, yeah. Mountain, yeah. Do you think that was intentional to have um, the the sort of? I, it seemed that you're saying you could tell it was a green screen. I think that was intentional to make it seem like otherworldly or kind of like another. I don't like, know. I, don't, I, like, I think because it. it it was just when when Hiddleston was walking up, it it didn't fit exactly right. Like someone someone didn't do their final yeah. job on on you know crossing their teeth yeah. and dot their eyes yeah. and the and it was just and like I said, it was the only one I noticed and and I've watched this multiple multiple times and that's the only one that I kind of went oh yeah. yeah that could have been done a little bit like someone could have could have glossed over that a little bit better. That I don't I don't want to get too deep into that, but I, I mean this was, was one fun. of those. Then we get. You know the death, the death of Odin, and he kind of fizzles out and and sparkles away. Like you, and then we get <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> someone did bring that up, like a Jedi. It was like, yeah. oh, okay, <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny. Uh, but then we get Hella showing up, and holy right. shit, does it fucking flip on its head at this point? Right, we go from a little bit funny, a little bit serious, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh shit. Stakes just got real. Yeah. And they cast Kate Blanchett in this, and, and I, I wonder if that had some influence on bringing um, uh, Anthony Hopkins into the project, because both of them... I, you know, I don't know. I think he might have been there first, and, okay. and I heard that she did this because... Her, she, she did it because of her kids. Her kids were sure. telling her that she should do something in MCU, and so she's like, ah, fuck, okay. Um, <laughs> and I'm um, like, oh, so good. 
so good at this. Yeah, like she could, fits. And you could tell she was having a she was having a ball too. Everyone like, in this movie was having a ball. When, when, right. she was, <laughs> when, when, when she shows up and she's like, she's like, it has come to my attention that you have no idea who I am. Right. And, they, and she gives a whole speech and he's like, listen, whoever you're, whoever yeah. I am, were you not listening? <laughs> I know. Yeah. 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 That is a great one. Um, I think they. I will say this. Every time I see her, I'm like, did they intentionally? overdo her makeup on her face i mean she already has pretty oh, yeah for she sure. already has pretty like accentuated cheekbones but like they look like ghoulishly so she out. is oh, she yeah, is comic so. book accurate for a lot of stuff like her her starkness and stuff like that and her and a lot of her look although in the comics i guess there's it's one side's really like beautiful and the other side's like kind of dead is is part of it thing but they really went with the 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 stark beautiful side that's and, and really yeah. They, it's that. the in comparing this to mythology. Yeah. Um, hell, or her name's Hell in mythology, yeah. and she's she is shown to be like you know like this yeah. beautiful girl on one side of her face and just like a skeleton on the other yeah. side, and I, also she's Loki's child. Yeah. So there's a there's oh, a in, in mythology, yeah. There's some big changes from the mythology they, they, yeah, to, they, they to the, the comics. They, well, I mean, you know, we could we could get into Norse mythology, which is its own brand of crazy. But <laughs> suffice it to suffice it to say, uh, Marvel plays a little fast and loose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, but they do a good job. I mean, it it all yeah. makes sense, and in in their case, it does. And and so yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think... and I think I think it works better. I think I think Loki is way more interesting. I mean, well, even, as, as fun and, as he is in Norse mythology, he's yeah. a lot more interesting as with the whole family dynamics with Odin and Thor. If I'm not mistaken, too, though, in even in the comic books, uh, Hela is still Loki's child. In the yes. MCU, is the yes. only is the only where it changes. Uh, yeah. So yeah, um, but yeah, it's it's great. And and her little her helm, which uh, some people brought up the idea, you know, like where she she puts back her hair and then the helm comes out. Uh, it was a couple of uh, girls that run a podcast that I was listening to. They're like, as a female, I can appreciate that. Putting up your hair before you got to fight. And I was like, <laughs> oh, it makes so much sense. You My only problem with it is they did it too many times. Like it literally, it, they, it was like nine, ten different times. It's like, okay, we get it. It's Well, <laughs> if, if you notice during the course of the movie... It gets bigger and wider. It's like it starts out as like shoulder width. And by the time she fights the end, it's like this huge... Like I didn't notice costume. that. That's funny. Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> I just want to point out her performance, the way she kind of overacts. It really reminded me of, uh, of uh, Norma Desmond coming down in Sunset Boulevard when she's like, "I'm ready for my close-up." Yes. With, uh, with <laughs> over, yes. you know, the makeup and stuff like that. And it, it's, I think that was something she that Kate Blanchett was probably channeling with this character because it's so fun to watch, and she just like, you know, the camera on me thank you very much you know so i can i can shine yeah and it it played into the character too so it was great so yeah the mcu in in general has has had a, a villain problem right the, the, it, there's just technically been villain problems in, in the mcu how would you guys rate her as far as 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 villains in the mcu uh just overall oh i think she was great i think she was I guess, yeah, she did a good job, but the thing about her is I kind of, the whole time, kind of always knew she was going to die. 
Well, that's yeah. not even that, I, they, I, not proven she's dead. There's no body. I think this whole movie. Well, then okay. Had, had so then, so then, moments. Michael B. Jordan's going to come back too. Then possibly. I've that's heard, been, no that's, I've heard that Namor. theory. Actually, I've, I've heard, heard that theory, theory too. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, you know, you know who said that is uh, uh, Jackie Cation. Um, oh, she has. It's called the Dark Forest. Is her is her podcast, and she keeps saying. No body, no death, and yep. there's no body for Michael B. Jordan either. Yeah, no, I mean it's it's. I, I would not be surprised if they didn't come back, uh, especially. Um, and one person brought up the fact that you don't go get this type of actor uh, for this type of role and then just kill them off. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, it. Go ahead, I, Steve. I just want to point out though that I think this movie had three villains because you had you had oh, for the sure. Grandmaster, you had uh, the uh, Fire Demon, uh, Serta, and then and then uh, and then you had um, Hella, Hella as well. So so <laughs> I think she filled her role w wonderfully, but I do think it was less so, less of an impact because of the other. So ones. so one of the podcasts I was listening to, they kept calling her Hella. Which, as a Californian, I can get behind because it's just—it's funny because that's just a California word is hella. Yeah. And then they were like, "Yeah, because she was hella bad." And then, you know, she had all her knives. And then I was like, "Oh yeah, because she had hella knives." And I was just like, it just made so much sense to me. So for the last two days, every time someone says it, all I can think of is hella knives, hella knives. <laughs> <laughs> what is she doing battle? She just got hella knives. Because uh, that's—I mean—that's you know uh, they. This is this is the part that you, you want to talk about a tearjerker in this, uh, you know, uh, Thor throws Milner at her and she catches it and and just yeah. crushes it. Which I also have a I have a problem with that because Did you cry uh, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, I love my Milner. I mean, it's it's my hammer. <laughs> uh. um, no, but I, it, my question is is like well. No one else could pick it up, like let alone like pick it up. So how but, would you able to stop you, it if you weren't worthy? But if you look, if you look, at I the, know, the, I know the pictures. She the had pictures it before. And stuff, she had it because Odin may have given it to her. Yeah, which is which is Thor. different, in, which is different than the Morris Norse mythology. It was made for yeah. Thor, not for her. But yeah, it, it, yeah, and then that that's where I kind of like mm, okay. But it's still when she broke it, I was like, oh shit! Like I literally was like the first time. I remember the first time uh, this happened, watching it in the theaters. I literally dropped like an oh shit out loud. Like yeah. everybody yeah. heard. I was like, oh no. And you know, and then we get Loki panicking, like you know, bring us back. Yeah, you know, Loki's like, like <laughs> it's like you know what, we're not yeah. even gonna negotiate. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, like fucking <laughs> run. Do you uh, do you think this movie kind of got away with it with like these sort of, you know, let's let's not worry about you know the 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 rules. Um, you know, <laughs> there there were a lot of times where I thought, oh, that doesn't make sense, but who cares? Oh, that doesn't make well, sense. Yeah, but who cares? But Nina uh, Nina yeah. brought it up perfectly that that they, when they show the picture, she's holding Mjolnir in the no. the, the okay in yes the, for this. So, but I get that. I'm yeah. just But overall, I feel oh, in general, were, there were a lot of times where it seemed like you could poke that's holes. That's all in this, of them. But there's all the movies got holes. But it felt like it didn't matter with with the way. Oh this, yeah. The, this movie approached the, the <laughs> well. Material, I mean, you, know? you guys know me. I'm always finding holes in shit. I mean, I don't I don't look for holes in Thor. I just yeah. I just don't. <laughs> Well, I mean, no, I, I, I actually do have some holes in this one, but I don't, I I don't know how they arm. all ended up on Sakaar. Maybe, maybe there's some explanation. Well, okay, I meant to look that up, but 
Well, I mean, no, it shows because they're, they're being pulled back through the Bifrost, right? And and as they're going, uh, Hulk, hella, like Hulk too. I mean, Hulk is a hole. Hulk is a hole. There, there, there's that's the stipulation. Well, everybody's like, how did he really end up there? Because but if you look at Sakar when they get there, like there's all these wormholes. Yeah. In the sky. Okay. Well, but and, there's a it, there's a problem with it because in one of the movies they say that uh, the Quinjet was found outside of some country like uh, Madagascar or something like found crashed outside of Madagascar or something. Okay. So there is there is a continuity error in the MCU with with that. So, but in 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 the comic book world, Hulk did get to Sakaar at one point, um, and it it but it had to do with the uh, Lumahuti. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, they they decided to to send him off world, and that that ended up. And so, I mean, we're gonna get to that here in a second. But you know, this this pulled from several different comic um, runs, essentially. What one being, uh, I think it's called uh, uh, Hulk. No, World War. No, what is it? Uh, something Hulk. Um, where the it's it's where they battle. It's where they battle on this world, essentially. And so uh, that's where he got in there. But in this case, th I mean, I thought they did an incredible job as, as they were flying through the Bifrost. She knocks them and he goes flying out because Loki goes out a couple seconds before him. You know, later on while he's on Sakaar, we get the, oh, I've been here for a couple months. You know, and then we get the time, the time shift and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, makes sense. So they kind of made, made sense of it because they're flying through essentially a wormhole, right? The Bifrost essentially is kind of a wormhole. Uh, so it kind of, you know, makes Could sense be. to me. All wormholes lead to Sakaar, maybe. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it didn't make much of a... Sh I, I, I thought it worked. But well, um, my, my point was that, I mean, we were all in for the fun I, of this movie and it almost got away with us not really caring about any sort of contradictions sure. and hip hypocritical moments. It just, I, I mean, they, they did say, and didn't they say in Thor wasn't... Weren't Jane and uh, they were looking into the Rosenbridge, the Einstein Rosenbridge, which is a wormhole. Yeah, and they've said that, but and they, I think they said that the Bi that's what the Bifrost was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it all makes sense. But then we, I mean, now we get into I, I don't know if this would be the second part or, or the second part of the first part, but we get into Sakar, and this is this is where to me it really starts to get a lot of fun too. Yeah. Uh, this is where we first get introduced to, to Valkyrie because we got we got uh, Thor. He wakes up. He's kind of walking around, and, and we get the 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 locals. Are are you you uh, a fighter or are you food? And he's like, what? Oh, sounds like you're food. <laughs> and, like, yeah. and so these guys start to come after him. And this is where we get Valkyrie. And and it, I don't think I picked up on it the first time, uh, but the second time where she first walks down. And like you can see her staggering, and she just falls right off her own fucking ramp, yeah. <laughs> drunk. Uh, really funny, you know. Uh, we also—I uh, didn't know if you guys knew this, but we also finally get to see what a bilge rat looks like, because there's the carcass of a bilge rat when she when she gets up and pushes her hand through. That it actually goes yeah. into a bilge rat. That was uh, Taika Waititi confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, when I found that out, I had to go back and watch. I'm like, oh, okay, that's pretty funny. Nice. Um, great, great sequence. I mean, we we get her, we we get her personality right off the bat. She's kind of kind of drunk, which in itself is a is a is a hole in the story because I didn't think Asgardians could get really drunk. I mean, you'd have to drink a shit ton if you go by previous uh, you know statements. 
So she would be have to drink a shit ton to get drunk. Well, but, you saw how fast but, she was but drinking. She, did. The... she like yeah. she like downed a whole growler in like three three seconds. Oh, that's know? like that's more than a growler. That was a yeah. big. <laughs> but I mean, we get some really cool stuff. I I love the action with her ship. You know, with with the gauntlets and they kind of uh, interact as their own. Function a little bit too, though. Yeah, it's yeah, like... yeah. That made me I... think of Transformers. Right off the bat, I was like, it really gave me a Transformer vibe with those arms that matched hers and kind of fired off. I was like, oh, that's so cool. I love that. And, uh, the, and, and like when the ramp like extended and kind oh, of yeah. like, I mean, that just looked cool. Oh, it did. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, all of it, even the background stuff to me looked cool in this scene. I want to talk about the color palette because once you get to Sakaar, the, the colors are vibrant and and... <laughs> kind of cosmic and crazy and stuff and one of the one of the directors from school we studied was Akira Kurosawa um, who who's, oh, yeah. who's done a number of, of movies but yeah. a lot of the movies he's known for when he, when black and white was a big thing uh, Rashomon Seven Samurai but Seven Samurai I love that movie in 1970 he did his first color movie um, Dodeska Den and I remember seeing that he's he went on to do uh, Ron and uh, Kurosawa's dreams, um, but color was always a huge part of of his storytelling. And even in his original one, the Den, he would go out with paint and just like paint the junkyards and stuff to give it kind of a vibrant color. And that's what this reminded me of this 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 color palette that was really trying to set the mood and create this this atmosphere and and. Um, you know, it, it kind of carried some comic dialogue at times when he's complaining about the colors, either being red or white or, you know, but... Uh, oh, with yeah. the room? Pick yeah. a color. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it really seemed like art direction was a big, important part of this world that I yeah. that really gave it a style well, uh, where they could get away with a lot. Even, you know, you talk about the CGI, they could get away with this stuff because it kind of had this cosmic fake look, but it felt vibrant and, <laughs> and exciting, so... Yeah. Well, I would say even not not just even the the coloring, but I would say, and maybe maybe I'm wrong here, but I would say this is the only, or maybe the first Thor movie because I'm sure Love and Love and Thunder also has this, but it's the first Thor movie that is well lit. Like all the previous yeah. ones are like they're like so dark and dim, it, and it was like, called Dark World. What do you want? Well, the first it's one in the even, name. Though. But it's even the, the first name. one, even regular <laughs> Thor, because it was all done at night for the most part. I mean, but I mean, still, it's, you know, it's if, if you look at the original Phase One uh, uh, movies they made, where they had you know Iron Man and Captain America and Thor. With Iron Man, it was the first movie that was like the legendary movie. With uh, Captain America, it took, I mean, the first one was good, but I think it was Winter Soldier that really stood yeah. out as uh, where Captain America was solidified as a as a as as the best movie and, and for thor straight ass badass yeah and for thor it was the third you know it took three movies so mm -hmm. they kind of went one two three with uh you yeah. know with what it took to well, really and, and bring it, out the the unique nature of these characters well and it's interesting too because if you take iron man you know it started off great and then it progressively got worse and worse so the third one was pretty crappy you know so it just it is what you know they they, they take different avenues and so but you're right uh and nina will know this i'm sure but um a lot of the color 
and a lot of the the looks came from Jack Kirby, uh, who was a comic yeah. book. Uh, and and it, he's the one that is really there. Like we really want to represent his art and his comic and his writing and stuff and everything that he did in his comics. And so they really pulled from the Jack Kirby era he of was, comics. He was really imaginative. He's the one. Like, if you think about, like, 60s comics where, like, they go into space, but space, instead of being black, is yellow. Yeah. Like, he was, you know, he was well-known for that. And also, like, different textures and use of negative. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could go, I could do a whole <laughs> TED Talk on Jack Kirby, honestly. But, yeah, yeah he was, he... And that's, and that's what they... They really were going for, like, that yeah. super-saturated color. And that's one of the things I love about the MCU, for the most part, is they're not afraid to you know, make things look comic-y, you know? Yeah, it's, exactly. You know, I think... And I, I mean, all those all those guys that came out of that ship, right? You look at all the... the they're wearing all these masks and stuff like that. That that literally could have been a Jack Kirby panel if you look at, like, the, sure. the way he drew some of the people in his background, especially the space and stuff like that. They had all these very different looks. They so many different races and so many different looks and all color popping and everything like that. So... It was it was Jack Kirby centric all the way through from from the color aspect and that. Do you do you think that would have worked for a movie like Iron Man or Captain America: Winter Soldier? You know where where they well they, to me it works with the comic uh, script. Maybe maybe not like super saturated like that, yeah. but those were colorful too. You know, I mean, if you you know if we're like if you compare it to like. Batman over the years. The Batman movies have just gotten darker and darker sure. up to the point where, you know, like we, we saw... Uh, it was called The Dark Knight. Well... <laughs> dark but, Knight, Dark World. We, we got a lot, a lot of darkness we got to overcome here. But, oh, but, good one, um, good one. You know, like Andrew and I make the joke, like when we saw the first trailer for, for the latest Batman, and he, I said, that looks pretty dark. And he's like, in that... You can't make anything out, and I'm like exactly. And so, well, but that also matches but, the Batman but, cart uh, comic books. I mean, yeah, a lot of those are real yeah. dark. But yeah, th- but I mean, you can. But the thing is, like, I, I've said this. Like, the thing I love about Captain America in the MCU is they they're not a like he has like the lipstick red gloves and boots, and uh, <laughs> Iron Man is like red and gold, and you know, hot a lot red of, red. Hot Rod like Red. Like Hot Rod Red and just <laughs> really, and, you know, a lot of, a lot of directors would have been like, oh, no, 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 we can't have, we can't have red gloves. That's just too cheese and red boots. That's just too cheese bar. <laughs> yeah. We have to make this look, we have to make like, well, like, or like Superman, like some of the later Supermans, you know, if you go to like the Christopher Reeve Superman, it's like bright blue and bright red. And then like nowadays he's kind of like maroon and navy and it's yeah. you know it's not really I, yeah well i think it also has to do with the the story style right you know you look at iron yeah. man and and it wouldn't have worked as much as the same palette but you know you take guardians of the galaxy and it does have some of the same right comic-y palette but so I, iron man was trying yeah. to ground itself in kind of a real world yeah. scenario and and it, it took movies like 
Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, it made it hard to integrate characters like Thor, because here you're dealing with a god now after you're coming from a grounded world. Um, but, <laughs> but, you know, I think with the third Thor, they just like, who cares? Let's just have fun. Well, but also most of it yeah, is, is not on, most of it is not on Earth, you know. So when it's on Earth, it has a a more calm palette, right? But then you get to Sakaar and it's like, this isn't Earth. This is Sakaar. We're going to, you know neon is king here you know it is it, it's it, it yeah. goes crazy so well, uh and especially in asgard too was the same way it, it definitely has a different palette and and i think and i i've said this i i did not see the first two thor movies in the theater because i was not a fan of the comics mm. i just you know i always thought his character in the comics was kind of jokey and ridiculous and it's you know and you know it, he didn't have that kind of gra not that you know iron man was necessarily you know yeah he wasn't uh, the best comics he <laughs> it wasn't yeah it wasn't necessarily Chekhov, but there was a little more gravitas <laughs> to him and you know thor i'm like i never saw the appeal of thor really and i think taika waititi is the first one to say you know what there's this character he's ridiculous and there's a lot of humor but you know down down in his soul he has a lot of heart and he's a very you know he's kind of this he's kind of this larger than life but like big teddy bear just wants to help people and kind of got the that crux of him and really you know which is why i think a lot of people are like you have to make more thor movies after this because this is like so great and we want more like this you know yeah, well, and, and so I did. I did listen to some different podcasts, and uh, you know, I, I was really amazed when I found someone that didn't just love this movie because I, I just don't understand those people. But there was <laughs> there was a couple that really there was there was one podcast where both of the guys it was two guys on it, and they were shitting on on the whole thing. They they couldn't believe how jokey it was and how bad that was, and it was like like every. Uh, you know, most emotional moment is is followed up with a joke and how much that ruined. And I was like, I was like, you know, that's actually what people kind of wanted because you get a little bit of both. And and I I was really surprised with that. So I mean, there's no pleasing everybody, no matter what you do. Right. For sure. Um, but I think the money the money talks on this one. Uh, in in the fact that it made a shit ton of money, it definitely kind of almost revamped the whole idea of Thor in this. I I mean, we got Love and Thunder because of this movie. If you know, Absolutely. if this one, if this one would have done similar to the first two, because I will admit, you know, as much as I love Thor as a character, his first two movies are not the best in the MCU. I mean, they're they're definitely bottom th third. Uh, yeah. of the MCU movies. But this one th this one is, is so good. It just it it brings him up a level so much. And and you know, and and we see that carried yeah, out throughout the rest of the finds who he is in the rest of yeah. the in the rest and, of the and, movies. And it almost embraces the silliness and leans into it. Like Right. You mm -hmm. know, it's like we're not going to pretend Thor's not silly. We're just going to make him Yeah. We're just going to you know, it's okay, to, not it's too okay bright. to laugh. It's okay to <laughs> laugh at this, you know. Yeah, it's, but he comes a, across as not too bright. I mean, I know he's I know he's not not bright, but the way they portray him sometimes, he's just like kind of goofy and like just not you know. It's like yeah, I think, I, but I that's a, that's exactly how he should be. I don't think he's dumb. I think he's just 
sort he's, of like he's he, not a genius. He, he's so he he just believes it. He he wants to he wants to believe in the inherent goodness of everyone. Yes, yes, and, that's perfect. That's a perfect statement and, right and, there. And you know, like maybe he trusts him a little too much. And he he's know, not but, dumb, but he's not he you know he's not like uh he's not a Reed Richards. He's not a, a Tony Stark where it's like oh my god I'm no. I'm a I'm a I'm a rocket scientist and I'm and I only think logic and I only no well, he, he has so here, moments too with Loki you know when he's going yeah. playing their get help thing and he's got that little heart. <laughs> I think they pushed it a little bit well, in the in Love and Thunder with his kind of silly dumb. It went a little high, but, yeah. But, but, but this one I thought we'll get to little, that one. I thought it was a little bit more uh, more realistic for. Well, I'll I'll tell you this. Um, This was the first movie we took Claire to see, the first MCU movie we took her to see in the theater because she was, like, finally old enough, and I had read all the previews, and I figured, okay, there's there's nothing too scary. She should be fine. Um, And also, because she had, at that point, seen Avengers, like, 5,000 times. (laughs) Um, Yeah. you know, I, I joke about how she, you know, all, she knows all of the Asian characters yeah, in yeah. the MCU and loves them all. And she also loves Loki because he's adopted. Oh, yeah. And when she when she first told me that, she said, I love Loki. I'm like, what do you love about him? Well, he's adopted. And I'm like, oh, my God, I never thought of that. But she was very invested. And in, when did this come out? 2018? 2017, I believe. Yeah. 2017? Yeah, yeah so late she, 2017. Okay, so she was seven. So she was she was pretty young. But she was, like, very heavily invested in, like, I want Thor and Loki to work together because they're brothers and they love each yes. other. And I want Loki to... To, to be good and help Thor. And I want <laughs> Thor... And oh. I want Thor... And I so it's like, you know, if I ever meet Tom Hiddleston, I want to say, you know, thank you for, you know, this was what she wanted was for Thor and Loki to become loving the loving brothers that she knew they could be. But they were still honest about and, who they were. And, and that was good. Yes. Yeah. Well, but and that's yeah. actually, well, that, I mean, here's the thing, didn't he? I mean, he totally like was going to sell him out at the very end to the very end. Loki was going to okay. sell him out. That is legitimately the Norris, uh, pantheon that's literally how he is in there he he there's so many times where they're back to back and fighting to death and then there's so many times he'll turn around and stab him in the side it, it goes you never know with him and that's literally what his character uh and tom hiddleston even came out and said look loki is 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 fluid in everything he kind of go he everything changes from minute to minute with him and he he re he reevaluates everything all on the fly all the time he literally just changes as it is and so he plays him so well, and I, I think that's what's great about him is Loki is the Loki character from mythology. Uh, and I think this Thor is kind of more uh, the Thor of mythology where you, where he wasn't as much in the first two. You know, he, he he's not as stoic, and he's more of that... I don't want to call it a frat boy, which they did in the the what if, which I really fucking hated. Um, it, that was the one what if I really did not like because I don't, I don't see him as a frat boy. I see him as a, as a guy with a big heart that cares about everybody around him. Frat but he's boys that... can have a big heart. I was a frat boy. 
Anyways, uh, <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. The, I, the the typical the typical thought of a frat boy is like, oh, just drinking and party, and, and and that's not what he is. He yes, he drinks and parties, but he's that guy. He's that he's that big guy that everybody calls bear because he'll pick you up and hug you. But he's the first I to mean, step up when danger happens. I was gonna say he's he's the he's the guy he's the frat boy who makes sure every who makes sure everybody has a ride home. Yes. And he's the frat boy that carried me home from one of our parties (laughs) on the subway. Yes. And the next and the next morning, he's the one who gets up early and And goes out for donuts. And, (laughs) you know, so, Uh, yeah. But he's also he's also that guy that like he'll joke around and have fun with you and poke fun at you and all that. But he'll be the first to defend anybody, anybody that needs it. Uh, uh, you know, Bo, Bo will know this guy. And I think, I think Steve's done too is, is Alan comes to mind oh, yeah. when I think of guys like that, where just a big guy that you know is dangerous, but has the biggest heart and, you know, will will kiss the kids and play with them and all this. Mm-hmm. But as soon as danger is near, he's the first one on the front line and, and, and he will put everybody behind him to, 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 you know, to take on the danger. And that's what I see Thor. And, and that's where I don't think until this movie you really got, because, you didn't get the joke side, and and still in this, he was the first to like, yeah, I'll do whatever's needed to to protect my people and my friends and 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 anybody who needs it. You know, it's not just, it's not just the people he loves and stuff like that. It's 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 all of Asgard, it's all of Midgard, it's all of the people that need protecting. And so that's, I think this this movie was the first to really show that. Yes. Um, and I, and I. And, go ahead. Yeah. No. It. I agree with you. And I think we. I think everybody knows somebody like that that just looks. You know, I have, yeah. you know, I we have a friend John who's like six five, both ways, and yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, I feel that so much. I feel that, <laughs> and you know, we 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 run into him at conventions, and he always he he like dressed as uh, he dressed as the Bumble from Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer one year. Oh and, my gosh! But the thing is, like I've been. You know, I've been with him and just like talking to him. And when he's he he's like looking out for the kids mm-hmm. at the convention, like like he'll look over. He's like, oh, do you know those kids? Do you see their dad or mom around anywhere? And I'm like, oh, yeah, they're so and so's kids. He's like, OK, just making sure, you know, because yeah. he's, he's genuinely concerned. But I, yeah, I think I think and Thor. And Thor's just also very forgiving. I mean, the fact that he talks about <laughs> how how Loki has been trying to murder him since they were little Eight tiny years children. Old. Yeah. Oh, before and, that. And, well, no, and, he said that's when he that's when he said he turned into a snake, and I. That I was just snakes. one time. Yeah, that was just but, one time, though. Actually, you guys got to go on YouTube and find the outtakes for that scene. Oh. Like because. Uh, <laughs> Because Chris Hemsworth, like, improvised a whole bunch yep. of different things, and he's like, he turned into a, he turned into a Turkish rug because he knows I love Turkish rugs. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, well, uh, but, seen... but, but but yeah, but I mean, he's he, he you can tell he it's like he doesn't try he he knows better than to yeah. turn his back on Loki, you know. He does when, now. He's getting he does, there. He does. He does now. Like, there's a couple scenes, you know, when. He comes in and and Loki is chained up in the chair and the first thing he does is throw the throw the, yeah, throw the, the can at his, and bounce it off his forehead and he goes just checking. And- oh, well, that was set up. That was set up so great 
in the early part of it, right? When yes. we, uh, I mean, we haven't even got there yet. Uh, yeah. We were going through, but yeah, we. I want to get back to that because that is so great. Um, but yeah, it is. It is. He's so awesome. Let, let's let's get to that. Like the the Sakar thing. Yeah. Right. Steve Steve mentioned it. Right. He he uh, he gets sold. <laughs> he kind of gets sold to. Uh, I, I I guess I guess it starts off with him in the chair. Right. <laughs> in the the whole uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory um, music and and psychedelic show starts sh coming through and he's moving through and it's so good and and if you know that movie. Immediately, I was like, oh, wait, this is Willy Wonka. <laughs> yeah. So good. And then he's like, you know, you're going to meet the Grand Master in five, four, three. And he starts, ah! And then it just, like, the lights turn on. You're like, <laughs> what? So funny. And then this this is where we get uh, Jeff Goldblum as the Grand Master. One of the best performances, uh, uh, not only of this movie, but MCU. Like, so hilarious. So... It, encapsulating that character that you're like oh my god this guy was meant to be this person well jeff goldblum doesn't doesn't have much range but it's so fun to watch jeff goldblum i disagree with that jeff goldblum and, <laughs> so. i disagree with the range but i mean All this right. is right I in disagree his wheelhouse. With that too i mean he was the fly for god's sake and not only that, he was in uh, uh, what is it the the alien the the early movie he was in. Um, Earth girls are easy. Earth girls are easy. <laughs> you know that was why he didn't want to actually go blue makeup because he had already done that. Because of that Earth one. Girls easy, yeah. yeah. Uh, interesting. <laughs> With Jim Carrey and uh, it was one of the Wayne's brothers. Yep. yep. Oh really? And, and yeah. Gina, and Damon G Wayne's Gina Davis. Damon Wayne's. Yeah. yeah. Love that movie. So good. Uh, but anyways, back to Jeff Goldblum. So good in this. Uh, and not only that, but we also have uh, his sidekick, uh, Topaz, uh, in this. <laughs> and she is it. Yeah, loves fabulous. Loves to see, loves to see him kill people. <laughs> uh, Rachel yeah. House. So she is also a Taika Waititi kind of. Uh, She's a New Zealander. I looked at yeah, her. Yeah. A lot of his movies, uh, Where she, the Wilder People was, Are. Yeah, she was, I was going to say, she was in Hunt for the Wilder People, yeah, too. She that's was. what it is. Yeah. yeah. I, her. Her comic timing and and the stuff that she had uh, in, in opposed <laughs> to uh, the Valkyrie or Scrapper for uh, 142 at the time. So yeah. good. I love that. Like, what, what, do, what, I, do, I, what, do, I, what do I always say? And it starts, starts with, with a B. B. Trash. trash. <laughs> Were you like, just waiting to say trash? <laughs> and the well, look that, on and, her face. Yeah. So and then the weird. other scene where it's like, why did you give me the melt stick? Yeah, he just interrupted me. Oh <laughs> uh, no, the the one I love too is 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 later on when the when they start the slave revolt and then she comes up. Yeah, the slaves are revolting. The who? I, I don't like that word. Network? No. Why would I have a problem with that? You mean the 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 prisoner with jobs? The prisoners with jobs. <laughs> I can I'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, it's, she is just so good in this. Well, just um, then when the when the fireworks come out, like her reaction when the fireworks oh, are kind of coming out of the back yes. of the ship. It's my birthday. <laughs> I love that scene. <laughs> yeah. I and just so you know, I've been singing that song all day long. That something about that tune is stuck in my head. That that synthesizer uh, music, yeah. oh my god, just going through my head. Yeah. And not only that, but when I got According home, according to the closed captioning, that was actually Jeff Goldblum singing. So, oh my god, really? So oh good. my yeah. gosh! Yeah. So, just don't so, touch anything. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so when I got home, I, I'm like, it's my birthday, and Alyssa immediately goes into the. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> so good. Um, I, that whole like the whole Sakar thing. This is where we get. Uh, uh, let's let's talk. Let's let's first talk about the 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 fabulous fight with with uh, Hulk, right? Before we even get there, though, we got to talk about the Stanley cameo, <laughs> right? Yes. Thor goes in to get apparently get his haircut, which is um, they they pulled out from actual. Uh, um, I want to say, is it Romans where they had the, the gladiators and stuff like that? Yeah, Roman tag gladiators, yeah. yes. Yeah. So the Roman gladiators, <laughs> the slaves would literally, the, the Roman gladiator slaves would have their hair cut before they fought. That was that was part of the ritual for them and stuff like that. So it really kind of pulls into history and stuff like that, I thought. But it's a, such a good cameo uh, for, for Stan Lee. And I love <laughs> the reaction of, of, of uh, Hemsworth in this. Hemsworth. The, uh, for you, Bo Hemsworth, uh, where he goes, uh, you know, he's like, please don't, don't cut my hair, and he just so hilarious, and just, you well, know, there was um when they were filming that, <clears throat> some fan t- uh, tweeted Taika Waititi, and he's like, you have to have Thor say by Odin's beard in right. in the movie and he's like I'll see what I can do so that was the scene that he has by oh, Odin's wow. beard you shall not cut my cut hair, my hair. <laughs> nice <laughs> okay so that leads it that leads into to the arena right we right. get we get one of the most quotable and and there's so many quotable things from this movie but we get one of the most quotable of this and it's where Hulk first pops in and so we get the yes <laughs> Yeah. I know him. He's a friend from work. So that is also yes. This was this was a, a I think it's a New Zealand or Australian's version of uh, Make a Wish Kid was on the set, and he mm-hmm. brought and he he gave that line to them and it said that and it got into the movie and I I mean, talk about, I mean the feel goods and the the yeah. karma. I mean that is just talking about making a wishes kid making making his wish come true. It's like. And he's one of the biggest lines from the movie, if not the biggest. I know line him from, from work. Yeah, I, I mean, I say that all the time, <laughs> literally all the time. Uh, so, uh, but not only that, but then we get this incredible fight between Thor and Hulk. Uh, but while that fight's going on, we get this comic breaks with Loki watching this fight. <laughs> you know, with, that's with how it feels. Nervous, that's having it. a nervous breakdown at first. Like, well, I've got to yeah. get out of here. I've got to get off of this planet. Not I have to yeah. get out of here. It's I have to get off of this planet. When, when Hulk first shows up and then when he, when Thor... Well, but then we, we even get the... Uh, it, the the sun is going or what is it? it is the sun is going down? It's sun's uh, going down, big guy. <laughs> yeah, the whole uh, Black Widow and he even yes. puts his hand out. And I'm like, oh my god, it's played out so well. And then he gets he gets the Loki treatment, <laughs> <laughs> which is one of my favorite parts of Avengers. I, I love that part. <laughs> Pure <Yes>. God. <laughs> so. And then Loki jumping up, ah, that's what it feels like. And then, oh, I'm just a fan of the sport, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so well, freaking whole, good. Well, what is it? Um, not to be crude, but I'm going to be. <laughs> they, they're like the whole the whole interaction between him and the Grandmaster, in that scene where he's like. I've got to get off this planet. And the grandmaster's yeah. like, hey, 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 where are you going? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, and then they said later, it's like, you know, I've he's been he's been up in the ship that was used for orgies. And right. It's like, yeah. So it's like, yeah, so it's strongly implied that Loki probably went down on the Grandmaster. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Wait, I, mean, I didn't pick up on that. <laughs> 
Well, the Grandmaster, it seems fluid, and Loki, we know, is, and he knew yeah. all about the ship, so, I mean... Plus, yeah, plus I, he's, he's like, I've, I've, I've earned his trust. It's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They, they, they got together. It's it's all good. Yeah. It is what it is. Loki knows what he has to do to get to the top or the bottom, <laughs> whatever he play whatever his preference is. Um so but it, I mean, great, great fight scene. I mean, so like comic book fight too. It's like, you know, back and forth, the big power, Thor, you know, Thor technically was about to win until the Grandmaster zaps him. Mm, you know, okay. let's talk about Which, the zapper. Except Hope can't die. <laughs> I mean, something about that little zapper. Who said he was going to die? Still knock him out. Well, that's how you win. You have to kill the other person to win. Well, then Hulk didn't win either because Thor didn't die. Right. We know Hulk didn't win. Nobody said Hulk won. I'm saying, well, okay, okay. Thor was about to knock him silly, but then your grandmaster cheated. Yes. So. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. Well, we'll we'll go with that. We'll go with no one won. So, All right. Yes. So what is we'll go yeah, with no what one won? What is this little zapper? I mean, let's talk about what this is. So let's... yeah, that was some people brought that up as like, why would the god of thunder who can shoot lightning be affected by the zapper? Well, if or you that notice, net for that matter. Well, that's true. Um, but we don't know. I mean, he can call lightning through him, but it doesn't mean he can get hit with it. We don't know. And also the zapper, if you notice, it, it kind of, you see shots through his veins. And th- I'm not, this is not my take. This is, I'm just yeah. bringing this up. What up. That it might be more than just electrical. It might be like uh, some neurological. It might be some chemical. It might be, you know, who knows? Apparently it works. Uh, Valkyrie would know. Well, all be, kinds of gods. Yeah. I mean, so it, it, it basically... We don't know the science because it's 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 space science and and we don't have space scientists yet. You know, it's so. otherworldly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it's just written into work and and I think it works great. I love the fact that the way they play it out and and how it ends up coming back to they, several they, times. They should have brought it out at the end with with Hela and 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 the fire demon. You know, throw it on there. Right. Next. It's like. It's like, oh, movie's over. They're they're defeated. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought about that too. It's like, yeah, why didn't you just throw? Seems a little Hella? too powerful. I mean, quite yeah, frankly, it right? It well, seems... Hella was too powerful too. If you want to go down to it, I mean, she literally killed the whole Asgardian army in yeah. a fight. In a yeah. fight, we'll just call it a. MacGuffin. She's the goddess of it, death. It worked, I mean, it worked, it worked for the script, and uh... well, she had hella knives too. So I mean, it just. <laughs> it... So well, she's a god. Thor's a god. The Asgardians are just Asgardians. I thought all Asgardians were technically gods or just minor yeah. gods. No, 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 like no, no, no. Odin and his family, and. Well, Heimdall has powers. Is is he a god yeah, or not but a god? I don't know. Heimdall, we're the warrior, we're the Heimdall, Heimdall doesn't have power without the sword, does he? Yes, yes, he does have it without the sword. Okay. But I don't think I don't think they're all gods. Like, like, does, is Valkyrie is Valkyrie a god? No, no, she's, she's a, Valkyrie. a Valkyrie. Yeah, she's a Valkyrie. So she's an Asgardian, but she's not a god. But Thor, right? But I mean, what about Thor? But I mean, she had the power. Thor's a god, of course. Loki's a yeah. god. Odin's a god. Are we? Are we a god? Why the, why the thing affected them? Because. No, no, we were just saying how Hela was overpowered because she killed oh. all the the Asgardian yeah. army with without much and like the okay. Warriors three without sure. much of a, a, a breathing hard. So it was just one of those things. Yeah. I have but a anyway. quick Heimdall question since you brought up Heimdall. I'm just yeah. I, I just want to. It's the only question I have about Heimdall because it seemed familiar to me, but and maybe it's just a trope they use in a lot of movies, and maybe they use it more 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 often 
and it just you know it, it doesn't have a specific thing. But when he's on the bridge, and he and and the the wolf is coming towards him, mm-hmm. he throws off his cloak, and it just seems like an homage to some other movie, and I just can't. I yeah, it's probably happening. It. I I don't Frozen. know any. Frozen. <laughs> I've seen Frozen once. I've seen Frozen once, and it was with your daughter. There's, I don't think I made that big of an impression. Luke, yeah, there's a, there's Skywalker? a scene. There's a scene where she where she takes off the cloak and it flies away in the wind. It's... Does Luke Skywalker do it in Return of the Jedi when he shows up at Jabba's palace? Does he throw off his cloak like that? Maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe I mean, it probably happens movie. all the time. Like maybe I'm overanalyzing it, but it's like well, there's I mean, so many homages to other stuff in this. Well, Bo, you thing. you've been you've been in some some mock uh, sword fights, right? It's hard yeah. to fight in a cape. You, you got to sure, take that sure. cloak off. So I mean, I, I understand. See- I understand. No, and I just and maybe it's just like it. It's like I feel like there's like it's a very lot cinematic. Of We're yeah, just watching Science the Lambs. Doesn't uh, the guy down in the, uh, in the right? He holds it out. You know, puts so- the lotion in the basket. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it might have been. It might have been. Okay. It might have yeah. been. It might. I don't know. Uh, I I didn't hear anything directly. Uh, yeah, I know but, you guys do a lot more research on these things than I do, so that's why I was wondering. So yeah. Um. All right. So we were talking. Uh. The the end of the battle leads to the the Thor waking up in the room with Hulk, which which turns into another incredible scene. I mean, it's just it really is just cut scene to cut scene to cut scene that are all just so much fun and so incredible. We get we get the the interactions with Hulk and we get like we talked about earlier the the, the two friends kind of fighting back and forth you know the one where they're they're you're just uh, they call you the dumb Avenger and you know and Earth hates you and he throws the shield at him and he goes why do you throw a shield at me you know it's just so funny uh, that we got the color palette you know we you know yeah. uh, he even brings it up like pick a color you know red and white and just pick a color. Uh, <laughs> This is where we first see uh uh oh wait um actually before that I want to go back we get we get introduced to Korg before the battle right yeah uh, but you got to talk a little bit about that because that is yeah, hilarious go we go into the freaky circle room right you know <laughs> uh, so so funny uh First off, I love uh, you know Korg's introduction. You're like, hi, I'm Korg, and you know he introduces himself, and he's, he's like, so uh, understated. I guess he based this yeah. is Taika Waititi doing the voice, and he, I guess he based yeah. it off like Polynesian bouncers or something. Yes, the way they kind yes. of. <laughs> he said he says like, they're just big, huge guys, but they got these nice, soft voices, and they're just so nice and polite and everything <laughs> like that. But you know they could destroy you at any minute, but they don't have to, and they're just super polite. And he's like, so he did that, and it's, it works. It's hilarious, uh, yeah. Well, I love I love the beginning. He's talking about uh, you know I I'm, uh, I tried to start a revolution, but I didn't print enough pamphlets, and yeah. so only my yes. mom and my my stepdad, who I hate, showed up. Yeah. Uh, yes. And then he's talking about, uh, you know, uh, I'm Korg. I'm, uh, I'm kind of like a thing. I'm, a, you know, this rock. And then, this is my friend Meek. He's, a, you know, a book. And he, and he even goes in and goes, yeah, that's a rock, scissor, uh, rock paper, scissor joke for you. <laughs> just, yeah. like, well, that's like, and the so funny fun. thing is, like, if you look at, at uh, oh, you just said his name, the, Meek. the little Meek. bug. Meek. Meek. So he talks about Meek with the two hands. Yeah, they're blades. They're knives. Which are basically two scissors. knives, just a pair of scissors. Yeah, and it's like, is is that why he's like, like kind of like friends that's with why, him or whatever? And well, no, that's why he says it's the rock scissor, rock paper scissor yeah. joke. He goes, he goes, unless you're, you know, made of knives, and then, and then, you know, and then he looks at me, and goes, ah, oh, the little rock papers. Someone even brought up, he goes, that's funny because in the store, in the in the movie itself, you know, 
uh, Korg got defeated because he didn't print up enough pamphlets, which are paper. So paper <laughs> defeats rock. Uh, right. Uh, Later on, uh, Meek, Meek apparently dies because he gets stepped on by Korg. So rock beats scissors. Uh, right? And I was like, I was like, God damn, you people well, are way too much into this stuff. So the so other funny. thing, though. So the other thing um, about that, and I don't know if you, you've touched on it yet, but there was the part where he goes, you just said it. I'm a thing. Yes. And that's a Fantastic Four reference. Reference, yeah. yep. Where he's like, I'm a thing, and they're both made of rock. Yep. So, yeah. So now the best part of this this is, though, we get the, the visit from Loki while, while Thor is kind of – I think he's – I don't know if he's saying a prayer at this one, but he's he's just kind of sitting there. And, and he's throwing uh, the stuff at he, th he throws the rock through him like, did you really think I would show up here? And yeah. so funny. And they talk, and, and just as he disappears, you get Korg running in and, and trying to kick him and his a piss off, ghost. Yeah. Fucking love that line. And that, that yeah. literally is what started me looking for the, the one I ended up with, uh, Folk, uh, the Hulk drink, but was the piss off ghost. Uh, but but Korg is is so funny in this. Um, I love the fact too that Korg is actually a comic book uh, character. He's not just someone that they added for Taika to become the character. Uh, he's actually a comic book character that Taika is voicing. So it's not just they created it for this movie essentially. Cool. So. No, he's he did. It's. I think. I mean, obviously based on my drink, like it's one of my favorite scenes <laughs> in the whole thing. Like, I mean, that's that's. I, in fact, they hired, we hired a guy in our office, and he started like well, <laughs> two months ago now. His name's Doug, <laughs> and I, I like, I it, it's all I can do to not call him New Doug every time I. Oh, see I would do it anyways. <laughs> I would so do it. Hey, anyways. New Doug. Yeah. Hey, New Doug. How you doing yeah. today? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, we get the whole the whole thing. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna fight the champion. He's like, oh, Doug did that. <laughs> so. Yeah. So good. Uh, yeah, they're watching the battle, uh, you know, the fight, and it's like, oh, there goes another Doug, you know, yeah. uh, at the end, too. Or, uh, yeah, just just hilarious. Um, well, then the other thing that's funny, right? So, and I don't know the timing of this, but I, I found it pretty funny when he goes, do you want to use this? It's oh. like a big wooden stick with three tongs. Oh, It's only no, no. good for killing three vampires if they're huddled close together. Okay. So it's like what we do in the shadows is like, yeah. it's yeah. almost like he's like, I had to throw in a vampire reference. He did. And that yeah. was literally what it was. But that's not even the funniest part from that scene. Because Thor's talking about, you know, how bad of a week he's had or whatever. He's like, yeah, my father died and I lost my hammer. He goes, you, you sound like you had a, a real personal relationship with this hammer. He's like, yeah, I used to spin it and it would... You know, oh yeah. Uh, I, I, so you you rode your hammer? No, it, it pulled me up. Your hammer pulled you off? <laughs> 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 so fucking funny. I'm like, oh my god. I I laughed so hard every time I see it. I laugh. It's just so good. <laughs> uh, that's also where he he runs into again to Valkyrie and and where we find out she's a Valkyrie essentially in this right. one. Um, which well, because he says she's from Asgard, right? No, he sees Korg the Val says. Oh yeah, he goes those Asgardians are really yeah. tough. Right, and that's when she see, he sees the Valkyrie tattoo, and, and yep. that's okay. So this leads to the scene that uh, I still it it just it gives me the willies every time I see it, and it and it's I know it's CGI and I know it's crazy, but it does. It's when they're getting ready to fight, and she pulls her ship up, and she goes and sits on the edge of the side of her ship above the arena. Uh -oh. like, 
The height of that literally oh gives me the fucking willies. I know I'm afraid it, of heights, and I never, I never picked up. On, I mean, I never got willies oh, from that. But I'm not even that afraid of heights. But it's just something about that one. I'm like, um, that just feels like I'm gonna fall off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but it just does. I was like, oh my god. But lovely fight. Uh, you know, led into the scene with with where we get back into uh, Hulk and Thor in the room and the the talk. And this is where. Have they, have they done the flashback with Valkyrie where we find out kind of her? No, that's yet? that's later. Okay. That's later. Um, no, this is where we kind of really get uh, a Hulk kind of uh, revolution where, you know, he's been Hulk for two years. He's now talking in full sentences and, 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 and having these emotional conversations that I'm raging fire and you're like smoldering <laughs> fire. And, <laughs> so good. Um you know, and, th- and this is where uh, Hulk gets him to, or uh, Thor gets Hulk to uh, bring in um, Valkyrie so he can talk to her. You know, and I, lo- I love the scene where they're talking. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put together a team. And it's, it's going to be you and me, or, or me, you, or me, Hulk, and you. And, and in the background, you're like, no team, only Hulk. <laughs> you know, it's just, <laughs> it's just such a Hulk thing to say. And I was just like, oh, it's so good. Um and it's, then, uh, it's interesting you know. this portrayal of Hulk in this movie. Really, they, it seemed like they could get away with a lot more in in like the CGI. And we we some I remember when uh, the Incredible Hulk came out after the follow up to the original Hulk, and people yeah. were like upset with the original Hulk CGI, and then Incredible Hulk came out, and there was hope that it was going to be better, and then the trailer dropped, and it's like, what is this? And, <laughs> and, and you know, because it took itself so seriously, you can't get away with. You know the, the the heavy CGI where this movie just I, even Avengers was this way. It's like let's let's have a little bit more fun with this character, and, you, yeah. and the audience just kind of relaxes and doesn't worry so much about the CGI looking cartoonish because they're playing it like a cartoon. They could get away with it. It it does. It definitely it has a I won't say cartoonish look, but it definitely has you know a CGI look to it. But it's also one of those that yeah we just buy into it because of what it is and it's it's, it's Hulk. Uh, and it's so good. Um, I like I like this too because it it it's for one it's it, I don't know if you guys realize this but this is the first time that uh, um, Ruffalo Mark Ruffalo uh, actually voices the Hulk. Um, in the previous yeah. movies is it was uh, Lou Ferrigno. And, oh and did right. The vo- yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. So like the puny human and stuff like that. That was that wasn't Mark Ruffalo. He was only Banner. So now he. This is where he takes over. Is is both Thor or uh, Hulk and Banner. And and the the thing is, he did a really good job too. Like the yeah. scenes, the scenes where he's Hulk, and it's like you know they did it with a mocap suit. Yep. and He's doing the voice, and you can definitely like see like. Mark Ruffalo's expressions mm-hmm. and the way he yeah. moves and all that stuff, it it was very well done. Oh, there's there's an incredible scene where they really solidify it. It's it's uh it's really close after this one where where Thor he knows about the um, Quinjet is there and, and and you know he this is another one where he goes because that's what heroes do and he throws the ball and it bounces off and hits him back in the head yes <laughs> another con- you know and people are like oh this is one of those people that were like hating on it we're like see this is another you know emotional moment but you end it with a joke and it's like no nah, that kind of worked uh, you know yeah but then he jumps out and he gets in the quinjet uh and then when when uh he's trying you know this is another one i almost did this drink uh, uh point break you know, he, he's right. trying to get the, trying to find the password. <laughs> yeah, he's like strongest Avenger denied. Uh, you know, <laughs> he finally yes. point break 
damn you Stark. Uh, <laughs> yes. And then so he gets the Quinjet started up and then and then Hulk comes breaking in the back and and as Hulk's coming in, it's like the camera is is uh, over or uh, it's no, I'm sorry, it's it's after he goes back into Banner, right? We get the video of Scarlett uh, Johansson's uh, Black Widow of the the sun's yeah. going down and and he turns back into Banner. And he and he goes, ship, show me, you know, the log, and it's it's Hulk going crazy, but it's Banner's face looking at the uh, yeah. at the log, and they kind of yeah. merge them together, and you're like, oh my god, it's so like it just seems up so crazily yep. good. Yeah. Such a good scene. So I don't know uh, if you. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I, go ahead. I was just yeah. I stepped away for a second. I don't know if you touched on this yet, but the the part of that scene that I think is pretty hilarious is when he's trying to did you talk about the passwords yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the <laughs> passwords are good but then right after that scene um well there's there's two parts one it's like i can't does does bruce banner totally lose like where he is or what he's like because it's like i always thought he, like bruce always had some kind of consciousness within hulk where he would know what he was doing he addresses because like, it went he, he says that usually we're kind of side by side yeah. and it feels like, so he did say something to that effect. But yeah, he said okay. this time I felt like I was I in the truck. Yeah, I didn't connect those dots, but yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, he kind of yeah. did. But then the scene after that, when they're in the streets and they're like, it's almost like Diwali is what, it's kind of like when they're looking, when they're like trying to find Hulk because Hulk got away. Yeah. Not got away, but he turned into Banner and, and the Grandmaster's like, celebrate him and, you know, yeah. in the streets <laughs> and like try and find him. And he's like, uh, they stole my champion. Right. And the, the reason Diwali's the one where they do like they have these big fights with uh powder in India, right? Yes. So they have these big fights where they throw they throw powder at each other and everybody's covered with different so it's similar to that because Bruce, you know, ironically that gets or hit not, with I, the green. not ironically gets hit in the face with some green some green powder. But when he's in the in the clothes, he's like Tony wears his pants so tight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, I thought it, it was the whole, uh, I'll be in disguise. He's like, I'll be Tony. I'll be Tony Stark. <laughs> like, and he puts yeah. on the sunglasses. Yeah. He puts he, on the Tony the gla Stark glasses. Yeah. It's like, no. Okay, so there is one thing, and, and I want to know if you guys notice this. It's in that scene when he first comes back to being uh, uh, Bruce Banner. He's doing... I. I I don't know if he's trying to act with his face or something, but he's making these facial expressions that some people were saying that he's trying to emulate being Hulk for so long that he's just kind of, it looked to me like he was trying to act like he got beat up. Like he, like he had a fat lip and it was kind of squinting his mm. eyes all weird. And every time I see it, I'm like, why is he looking so weird? Uh, and I don't know if you guys noticed it. It was just something that every time I watch it, I'm like, what the hell is now that you mentioned, I do remember him making some kind of, interesting faces yeah and maybe it, i don't know why or maybe it was like hulk like i don't know like hulk it, didn't come out in I, I watched right after i watched this i i switched right over to um infinity wars because okay. i wanted to see the transition um and it actually transitions pretty well quite i mean it's it's if you watch them back to back just like oh, the yes. last like the last 20 minutes and the first 20 minutes it's like yeah. It's a really good transition, yeah. But um, I, I just um, maybe it was as much as Hulk didn't want to come out in Infinity Wars. It's almost like 
maybe he was trying to come out in, yeah. you know, because he got repressed. And then that's why he didn't want to come out in Infinity Wars because he's like, fuck <laughs> you, Bruce. Like, you're not letting yeah. me out. I'm not coming out. I felt, it, the con- I felt the continuity was a little off with the character, but that's where this movie is more of a standalone. And if you yeah. try to look at the previous Mark Ruffalo portrayal of Banner in the, in the future, it doesn't quite jive. It feels like it's a little bit more comical. It's just a physical thing um, for me looking yeah. at his face. I didn't know if anybody else. It almost looks to me like he got I mean, now that you mentioned it, I kind of do. But yeah, it's like he got stung with a bee, like in his face is a little puffy, like someone punched him a couple times or something. Yeah. It just it's a different thing. Uh, same thing to that, too. You know, we get we had it. Uh, we had Thor trying to get the the uh, Quinjet to acknowledge him. You know, he's strongest Avenger, you know, yes. and then yeah. finally point break. And then Banner comes up and he's like, welcome, strongest Avenger. <laughs> yes. Just another slap in the face. It's like, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> you know, the whole the whole. You know, the trip through the town, it's kind of the lull in the movie to me. It's one of the, the it, it's got some funny parts, but it's not nearly on the level as the rest of it. Uh, but we do get the interaction where, where you know, Valkyrie meets up with him and find, you know, basically he sees him and she's like, well, I'm in disguise. He's like, what? And he puts it over his face. Like, not really. <laughs> it's funny. But it's also the point where she kind of makes a turn a little bit where she's like, okay, I'm going to help these guys. Yeah. Uh, but this was after the point, Steve, I think you asked about earlier. This is um, Valkyrie and, and Loki meet up with a grandmaster uh, and, the, and they both agree to yeah. go. And then they do the, 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 like, I can name that tune in fucking. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I can two catch hour, them in 24 hour. hours. Yeah, yeah. I can do two hours. I, you know, and, and so they go out. And this is where they have their little knife fight little thing really quick. And this is where we get one of the most epic comic cover double page layout just incredible scene when uh, Hela that, is fighting the Valkyrie yeah warriors. which is also yeah. like oh my god yes. emotional and oh my god just stunning so, so I, that, there's a lot of there's that, a lot heroic, of those in here there's a lot of double of page yeah. it looks like a it looks like a, a renaissance painting you know yes. when Hela shows up in Asgard and kind of takes out the the, the ceiling and you know, and you see behind the ceiling is is the painting. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it, it's very reminiscent of the Sistine Chapel, and I think that's the same sort of style they were going for. This it was this this kind of big chapel of art where you just see almost these floating images, like like Michelangelo's so, Sistine Chapel. <laughs> that so that you know he was what, a Ninja Turtle, right? Well. <laughs> yes, sorry, but but this is where this is where the humor is one thing, but but Taika Waititi brings this style to it that is especially in that teaser trailer the way they were able to kind of integrate the two together. So it's, it really creates an epic feel. At times. So that scene well, was also shot with a, a camera that was invented by one of his friends uh, that it, it had a higher speed resolution that they then slow it down. And then they also had this uh, 360 lighting effect that really made it kind of disorienting and stuff like that. So it was kind of a new technology that was, was done for it. And it is, it is spectacular on a, on a level that is like, Oh my God, this is, like you, like you said, a, a Renaissance painting, or, or should be on the, uh, a ceiling somewhere. So Just, crazy, it classic. Is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And but, it, yeah, but they do they do a great job with that through the whole through the whole. Oh yeah, movie. This is, There's but this so is many one that double stands, page. But this one stands out more. Yeah, yeah. But this one stands out like above and beyond like every other shot. Just with I, I think the the technology that it was done with, and the yeah, sharpness. Yeah, I don't know. And, I think I think. Even a better scene is when Thor is coming down onto the bridge. 
I agree with that's a double. That that's, is a better double page. Maybe a double, better double page, but I think the clarity and the the action involved in it. I think the uh, the Valkyrie scene is a better like like. They both hey, let's, are, are, let's, are. Let's face it. This is a multi-issue arc anyway. Oh, so. for sure. But <laughs> any, I just wanted to bring up the technology, and and it also brings up uh, the backstory for for Valkyrie, and we get some some emotional attachment with her. And you know, uh, this is a so the Valkyrie that we get in this movie, Tessa Thompson plays, uh, is not the original Valkyrie that was from the comic books, which was a uh, her name was Broomhilda, and there's a, there's a she was back from the '60s and everything. She had the traditional Valkyrie look, which is. They they show this and, and play this in there that the the one that turns and pushes her out of the way and then gets stabbed by one of uh uh Hella's Hella uh, knives, um is you know and and we get the representation that this may have been has may have been her lover or whatever like that which well. you know um very dramatic and very you know and so it's it's got emotional ties to it too but it's such a crazy to me it almost seems sharper too you know we talk about the colors and 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 how everything's really sharp that way this just seems like it it's like it took the focus and amped it up you know what i mean there's something about this scene that is just it stands out to me that it's just it, it's almost shot in a different film <laughs> you know it's like someone was taking some Polaroids and then someone busted out a 35 millimeter and, and took some yeah. different pictures. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's such a crazy scene, but this is, and then right after that, you know, we go through the emotional thing and then she knocks Loki the fuck out, which works out perfect because, you know, after she, she meets up with uh banner and, and Thor in, in uh, the town, she brings him back to her apartment and we got Loki uh, chained up. Right. Great interactions after this too. Right. You know, Thor right away hits him with the can, making sure he's right, still there. Yeah, you know we got Banner. Yeah. Like last time I saw you, you're a, a homicidal maniac, and he goes, uh, you know, how you feeling now? And he's like, yeah, day to day. You know, it's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like some great interactions. Um, I love the interactions too with with uh, uh, Valkyrie and, and Banner with the whole. I feel oh like I know God. you. <laughs> yeah, that's I have that. Yeah, that's some of the best reactions, especially. When she gets the realization, like I'm, I know I'm cutting ahead, but when that, the whole time they're like, I think I know you. I think I know you too. I think I know. I think I know. Like you look familiar. Like that yeah. whole thing. And then yeah, he jumps out of the. He jumps. Oh out my of god! The thing. Such such an incredible. Like I'm so glad they put that in there and not had him just land as the Hulk because that is so like. <laughs> well, the way I, he doesn't land as the Hulk and then he becomes the Hulk like just in time. Yeah. Well, but it's even better because he bounces. Yeah. And like, and well, his arm is out of its socket clearly, and is like, or it whatever. Is like, he's just, he's just messed up on the ground. Can I can I jump back like five seconds to the sure when when Thor is telling the snake story? Uh, yeah. It's like I love how all four of them have completely different facial expressions. Like you have Thor who's ticked off. Valkyrie is like. What, what's going on here? Banner, who's like horrified, and Loki, who's just like almost laughing out loud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. It, it's it's such. I mean, uh, this this leads to uh, uh, close. To, they talk about the Revengers. They're going to put together the team and do the thing. For Revengers, right? Which again, uh, Thor, not that bright. It's the best <laughs> you could come up with. Well, okay, so this is comic accurate. They would have been called the Defenders. Actual characters put together, about, uh, so but they couldn't use I, that one. Um, well, what what was what was um, 
<laughs> what was um, 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 Samuel L. Jackson? Um, Nick Fury? Nick Fury. What was he going to call him? Before uh, he came up with the Avengers, the something initiative? Oh, we just talked about that, Miss Mar or uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It, I'll it look it up. I'll find yeah. it. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, this leads to the them getting they, they decide that they need the ships to go through the devil's anus, right? Yes. And, and so, <laughs> um, this is one of my favorite scenes uh, of the MCU, right? The 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 conversation in the in the elevator as they're going up, and this is one of those ones. And and I started I started my first drink I was gonna make was was gonna be called Get Help, and it literally <laughs> oh, started. Nice. It literally started with um, uh, Brothers Bond uh, bourbon because these guys have yeah. a bond between them, and it, and it starts with, you know, him telling, uh, you know, Thor telling Loki that he uh, he he could have been better. He, you know, you could always be a better man and stuff. And he's like, you know, and he's like, I I always believed in you, kind of thing. And the look on on Hiddleston's face during this is is incredible. Like the two of them together is just great. But then we get the scene. Let's do get help. No, 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 it, I don't want to do that. No, come on, it's great. It's where it always works. It's like, it's humiliating, not for me. And then it opens <laughs> up, and he's told him, help, my brother's dying, and he throws him out. I'm like, fucking, oh, my God. So I know, I know you guys know I have this. Uh, I have that shirt with, uh, it has the um, the alligator Loki from from the Loki miniseries, but it also has Throg, which is a frog version of, of Thor, which is comic accurate. And it, it has him, and it just says, get help. It is literally one of my favorite shirts, and I, I was torn this morning when I woke up whether whether to wear that shirt because we were doing this movie or to wear my normal uh, How He Sees It uh, podcast shirt. And uh, I, I, I went back and forth for a good 15 minutes this morning, like, which one do I wear, which one do I wear? And I ended up going with our podcast uh, just because I could wear I could wear the, the Get Help any day. But um, matter of fact, I own two of them because I bought one, and, and it didn't stand out enough uh, because I got it in navy, so I had to get one in gray because it stood out a little bit better. <laughs> but I love that shirt. One of my favorite scenes. So freaking funny. Um, I crack up every time I, I, I see it. It's just it's so good. I, I want to comment just on the elevator scene when he's kind of acknowledging who, who he and his brother are and mm -hmm. what a moment of you know growth that was so surprising in a movie that was you know all about the fun and comedy and stuff like that and it seemed like at that point the way he delivered it and the way they kind of interacted it was just an honest moment in this movie that was very unexpected and I agree the delivery was 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 deep honest and solidified kind of a growth and maturity of Thor that we mm -hmm. hadn't seen in the previous movies which is ironic that it's coming out <laughs> in a movie like this you know well it also leads to another important scene where you know loki tries to do his his quadruple uh fifth backstab i don't know how i mean he's deep into this one uh but then thor gets gets the 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 neck tag on him and he's zaps him. yeah he's prepared he knows it's gonna happen so freaking good yeah so perfect i mean it just it sets up the dominoes are set up like someone someone really thought ahead and, and set all these up like these writers are great it they're they really laid the lot you know th there's there's not a lot of holes in this one either that or i'm so so blinded by my love for this movie that i i can't see him so which is a possibility too yeah <laughs> it's just, it's a small possibility yeah um then, then, I mean, now we get into, uh, you know, the, 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 
Grandmaster's orgy plane or orgy ship. <laughs> so fucking funny. Uh, you know, just some of the stuff. I love that. I love when uh, Thor's like, you know, you have to fly. I need to go help. And he's like, I don't know how to fly this. He's like, use one of your seven PhDs. You know, it's yeah. just such a g- good scene. So back and forth. Uh, you know, we got. Go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say we got. We oh, I was gonna say some some of the, some of the comments. He like earlier. He's he's like. He's when. Uh, Bruce is telling Thor, it's like, I'm kind of freaking out. It's like, it's just another planet. You've been on a planet before. He's like, yes, yeah. one planet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's some great back and forth with that one for sure. Wasn't uh, there a second? So wasn't there a second reference to that? We're not doing, I need help or help me again or something oh, later. Oh, in... When they, yeah. When they were on the, on the when bridge. they were on the, yeah. the bridge fighting yeah. Hella. Oh, and yeah. he's like, oh, I'm yeah, not yeah. doing, he goes, I'm not, I'm doing, not get doing get help. help. I'm not yeah. doing get help again. <laughs> yeah. So good. Uh, I, I, I love too the, 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 I mean, I, I sent you guys a little meme of a, the, when he, when Bruce is trying to find a weapon on the, the ship and he goes, oh, that looks like a gun. And he hits the button. Yeah. It's the, all the fireworks. It's my birthday. <laughs> yeah. 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 I love that scene. I just, I get so amped. The music comes into my mind. I, I can hear it all the time. It's so fun. Um, well, what a crazy yes. scene too, because you've got this big aerial battle going on, and Valkyrie and and Thor just decide to hop out of the ship and start bouncing between the different ships yeah. that are falling, tearing off things, pulling people out. Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's 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 very comic booky and it works. I, I think it's it's an incredible scene. Um, and then they finally get through the Devil's Anus, right? This this leads us back to to uh, to um, Asgard, where we set up. I don't. I, I don't even know if this has three acts. If it's kind of just a bunch of little acts after each other, you know, it, it doesn't it doesn't really have the first act, second act, third act. It kind of just it all just builds on each other. Um, if so, this is kind of the the culmination of it all, right? It really sets it up, you know. Um, Heimdall has, has protected the people of Asgard, but uh, Hell has finally found them. Um, Thor and and uh, the rest of them show up just in time to kind of save them as they're they're running down to um, the the Bifrost to kind of escape. Uh, Thor Thor goes to the throne to to bring Hela back into to uh, you know face him, which yeah. you know we really didn't even talk about it. There's there's where Hela Hela and Scourge you know there's there's a couple things back and forth with them on on the planet um, where she uses the internal fire to to resurrect all the dead yeah. uh, Asgardian warriors and and Fenric Wool, which technically would have been her brother, not necessarily her her friend. I don't I don't know what what they are now, but technically in in more. Norris mythology, uh, Fenric is also a, a child of Loki. <laughs> so really, yeah, Loki gets around. That dude sure likes does. The hump. That guy likes the hump. <laughs> he also had he also had an eight legged uh, horse child at one point. Uh, he showed up oh, before. Re- yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, there's. I mean, there's um, there's a lot of good books. Neil Gaiman yes. wrote one actually called Norse mythology, which is great, but. Um, but yeah, Loki had, uh, he turned himself into a mare Yep. and gave birth to an eight legged horse. And then he got together with this giant and giantess, I should say. And they yep. had, they had, um, the hell, what? hell, <laughs> yeah. Fen- Fenrir, Fenris. and, uh, 
The world Jor snaker. And uh, the world snake, Jorgenmunder. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. would have been more so, interesting to see Loki on Netflix and see what they came up with for the series. Because <laughs> uh, it sounds right. like there was a lot of good material that it should have been on Cinemax. Higher, Loki, Loki's, Loki's got to go to yeah. Loki's got to go to Cinemax. <laughs> so for actually, sure. actually, there's um, there's a show on Netflix called Ragnarok, which yes. is sort of a modern retelling, mm, and love it. It's it's really good, but the Loki character on that at the end of the second season had a tapeworm removed from his. Oh God, that's it, funny. It, I mean, it was so gross. He had this tapeworm removed, and he kept it in an aquarium. Oh my God! Until it got big enough to release in the ocean, and it's like, oh my God, this is horrifying. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I haven't seen all of the second season, but that that's that's funny. Oh, you've seen? You you've watched watched it? I look forward. To I did. Now. I did. Well, I watched the first season and about three episodes of the second. I I just haven't got back the, to it. The third season's coming up supposedly. I, yeah, it's really good. It um, is good. So now that now we got. Uh, we basically get the 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 big battle of the the final of this, and this is where it all like everything comes down to it. And you know, we talked about it earlier. Uh, the the Asgardians are trying to escape on the the Rainbow Bridge, led by Heimdall and some of the other Asgardians. Um, we got Fenris Wolf is on one side trying to stop them. Uh, Hell is yeah. coming up from behind, and and it's basically they're all just. It's ready to go down. Uh, we get a big battle between just Thor and Hela where this is, you know, we get that scene, uh, you know, they they fight back and forth pretty good for a while. He's holding his own. Then, he, you know, he loses his eye. She kind of has control. And this is where we get the scene where he kind of is like giving up on himself. He goes into his own mind and we get Odin come back and he says, are you, you know, are you the god of hammers? Which, you know, ah. fucking. Which is a great line. It is. It, it it's so so perfect, and then that's when he zaps her with the lightning, and, and this is when the battle really started on the the bridge, and we got that scene you were talking where he just kind of come down with the lightning landing on the big yeah. pile of the, and then is going through just zapping and kicking ass. Um, Korg and Meek show up with the big ship to to get all the Asgardians off the the bridge, and they start fighting. And it's just a a big battle. We get uh we get the scene where uh uh Banner jumps into the out yeah. of the ship and bounces off the bridge and then turns into Hulk and he he ends up fighting with Fenris Wolf, which another yeah. big it's just such an incredible like oh my god back and forth back and forth everybody's fighting and it's just so good. Yeah. Um, I think I think with I, all this uh, heavy metal. Uh, Oh, we got the immigrant Music. song. We got immigrant song, but I think they could have thrown a Spinal Tap song in there at a moment <laughs> because, because it works with the humor and and the the heavy metal. And style. they took it to eleven. Yeah, they took it to eleven. Yeah, that would have been great nice. to have a little big bottoms or something like that as he's coming down with the yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good, and you know we get we get uh, Valkyrie. She gets she she kind of crashes the the ship down and and sh literally struts from it with the the fireworks going off as she walks into the battle and it just. There's so much good part. Loki shows up um, and and is doing his thing to help out. Where he you know so he he flips again back to a hero. He, he's you know he he's always on the side of whoever's winning at the time. It's kind of like you know you know it's that's just how he is. Uh, such a, such a fun scene. Lots of yeah. action. So much good good stuff. Um, well, I'm actually I have it on the background over here. There's nice. like other little nuggets in the background, like Scourge hiding like as he's getting off the planet and when they send loki to take the the headdress or the crown or whatever yeah the crown yeah the of. crown and he walks by the tesseract and he yeah. kind of like pauses 
Like, yeah. maybe I'll grab that. Yeah. Well, you know he does. I mean, we all you know, know he does. does. Of course, in hindsight, you know he does. Yeah. But he, yeah, it's yeah. just all the little things that just happen in that, and you know, so I don't talking know. Talking about talking about scourge uh yeah he does he kind of hides and and gets in with the refugees onto the the ship yeah and then um as they're trying to take off hella kind of launches one of her hella big knives up into the ship (laughs) and uh the 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 troops are coming up and so this is a comic accurate uh scourge kind of uh does a kind of does what he does in the in this where he's kind of like the last last man standing you know holding around to let him escape as kind of a, a you know an homage to that and did you and count does the, it did you count the yes rounds? i count that there's a problem with it there's a big problem with <laughs> okay. it couple of okay. uh, couple yeah. extra rounds a couple yeah. of extra shit well, the, how about this how about the fact that like these are these are M16s. You know, it's, it's otherworldly and he has regular bullets and he's like taking down these guys well, I mean, they're they're dead soldiers. Who says that they're you know not susceptible to? Well, and lead? they're right on this edge of a cliff too. So all it takes yeah. is a little bit to throw them off. So yeah, maybe. I, I okay. thought it was I thought it was fair. Yeah, no, those are thirty round clips that he has in there, and he's way past thirty rounds by the time <laughs> he gets up to the top there. And you know, he can't be switching them out because he's got t- he's going double fisted. It it just doesn't. Maybe work. Loki threw a little magic his way or something like that. I don't yeah, know. But, right. But the thing is, is that was actually in the comics where the, that whole battle is kind of going on like that, and he holds the Rainbow Bridge by himself, but he has a crate of uh, machine guns that he uses in that one. And so, oh, really? Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a cool thing to give Scourge. And stuff like that I, I thought it was really neat that i didn't know that until i i heard it from someone else i i can't say that i i know this specifically from my own knowledge but i just yeah. was like it makes so much it makes it so much cooler knowing that that was literally something from the comics that they gave to him and and it kind of gave him that that redemption you know because you can see throughout his his thing through the whole thing his he was reluctantly doing what he needed to do to kind of you know because she he just saw him murder everybody because they said, you know, I'm not doing what you say. And he's like, well, shit, I better do what she says or she's just going to murk me too. And so, but then he finally, you know, gets the cojones and, and, and basically becomes a hero or dies a hero, essentially, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, big battle in the end, you know, uh, with, with Thor and, and uh, uh, Valkyrie and, and Loki standing up to Hela. Or I guess it ends up just Loki or uh, uh, Thor and, and, and Valkyrie kind of in the end. Where where Hulk is taking on Fenris Wolf, yeah. Which then we end up, uh, you know, we he sent uh, Thor sends Loki to off to 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 resurrect uh, Serta to kind of destroy, you know, and let Ragnarok happen. I love what happens at the end where you got Hulk, you know, he comes up, <laughs> yeah. Like, for the <laughs> for the <laughs> love of God, for once, don't, don't smash, smash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> take my big monster, you know. It's uh, yeah. But you know what actually made me more geek out a little bit was after that is he's like, no, he grabs them and does his leap up onto the spaceship. Yeah, which and is the classic, is... Leak, yes. classic Hulk leap, which you don't see enough. Yes. Like that happens in the comics, in the Hulk comics, happens all, all the, the time. time. Yeah, the You Hulk, see it in like Avenger the... when he's jumping about along yeah. the yeah. But I mean, in the Hulk comics, I would say it happens every, every five th- panels. Exactly. Like every five panels, yeah. like the Hulk is jumping a mile. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it exactly, and that's exactly what I felt about it. It was like, yeah, we got a little bit in the Avengers, but not like, like this one is literally yeah. like right off the comic book pages. And so, uh, you know, uh, 
it led into to another emotional emotional moment you know with the destruction of of asgard you yep. know with with a little comedy thrown in korg you know oh you know you can still rebuild at the foundation and then boom like yeah no that foundation's gone yeah right yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, and then and then uh, the whole thing with uh, Loki coming in and, and talking to Thor, and you know he throws the I can't remember what he throws at him, but he catches it because he said yeah. I'd hug you if you were here, and it's like, and then they leave it at that. They don't show him hugging, but you know, yeah. like that that they just I was just like, oh man, and then you know he comes back out and takes his throne, and you know a little bit more comedy. That's where we think Meek is dead, and then he's back, and uh, but then we get the I, I think it's Stinger scenes after after this is where. Uh, uh, Thor and Loki's like, oh, I think it's gonna be, you know, okay from here on out. And then we get Thanos's ship showing up. It's yeah. like, oh, someone spoke too soon. But yeah, like you said, and this this leads right into the next movie, uh, uh, Infinity War. So well, so much. I, like I said, this. If I had to rate this, and and it's not just because I love Thor so much and everything, but as as far as a rewatchable MCU movie. I think this is probably, to me, the most rewatchable uh, of them all. And it's not that Endgame and Infinity War and, and, and Captain America Civil War aren't good movies. They are, but I think the rewatchability of this, because of the comedy level and because of everything that happens in it and because of the action, it just makes it easier to just sit back, turn off your brain, and enjoy. Where the other ones, they're a little too deep that you, you almost can't enjoy them as much uh, as often. In 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 retrospect, it's like it's it's not that they're not enjoyable in a rewatch. It's just you can only take it once a year. Where this one, I could literally watch yeah. this once a month well, and still enjoy it. And that's a great point because I would say those are the ones like Ant Man. Very, re I mean, for yeah. the same reason. Like yep. yeah. Ant Man's got a ton of comedy. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. I haven't rewatched it in a long time, but I would imagine that would have some rewatchability because of the comedy. Right. Not two. I would say two is, is two not is one. two is not as good as one. Yeah. I think in that, but aspect. one is just like you know, just it's there's just an introduction to characters. So that's the other thing. It's like all the ones, in my opinion, that that introduce some of the characters are the ones that become more rewatchable. You know, Cord gets introduced in this. Um, Valkyrie gets introduced in this. Obviously, Thor and, and and you know, so it's like I don't know. I just I feel like when they introduce some good quality characters, like it makes it rewatchable. Yeah. So, um, I know, I know, uh, you know, we've got three more essentially in our, in our list of our originals. And, and at that point I kind of want to do a, a rating system on these. And I thought I was, I was thinking about this today. I was like, you know, it'd be kind of cool to do a, a two, two tier rating. I want to do a rating on just what you think the best MCU movie, one watch straight through what is best movie. And then do a second rating for what would be rewatchable and see how, how it changes up a little yeah. bit. Um, yeah. Uh, so just, that was just something I thought, because I mean, I agree, like, you know, Endgame, Infinity War, Captain Mar uh, uh, Marvel, Black Panther, you know, we've had, we have all these that are, are these emotional, big, big movies for, for everything that they mean and stuff like that. They're, they're huge, but their rewatchability is not as high as some of the things, like you said, you know, Ga Guardians of the Galaxy, Ant-Man, you know, uh, Thor Ragnarok. Um, it just, they just, they hit on different levels. So yeah. it, it's kind of interesting to see how those would stack up. So I, I plan to make a spreadsheet that's going to make it easy for you guys to kind of put this together number wise. Yeah. Um, and I'll send that out. So. What I think, yeah, <laughs> I kind of think, and we can talk about this offline, but I have 
a ton of questions, like a ton of things I want to discuss as a as a wrap up. And it's almost like we need like two wrap up ones, like oh, for sure. one wrap up one to talk about what we're going to talk about. And then the actual <laughs> wrap up one to actually wrap it up. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm sitting up. here and I have I have Ragnarok on in the background over here. And, um, you know, one of the things that's really interesting is the graphics, the intro and the outro graphics oh, are yeah. very different than any of the other Marvel movies. I think they got they an do 80s a, feel. You got a, like definitely 70s, an 80s vibe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 70s vibe or whatever. Um, little piece of trivia that's just this just popped up and made me think about it. Um, so when when um, Hela is walking through like all the stuff that's in the the sort of like I don't the know, ballroom. Yeah, the yeah. ballroom. So the when there's the 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 glove the, the glove. So do you realize? I mean, I I read this, so I didn't figure this out on my own. Um, that's a right-handed glove. So that's and, why. And the one on on Thanos is, is a left-handed left. glove. So I I heard about this today or yesterday. I can't remember exactly which day. And and there's there's conflicting information out there about that. So she walks through and says fake because it's a right-handed right. glove, and the one that Thanos wears is left. But then I also heard someone else say that there's always been two gloves. The one that Thanos wears was a left glove, but the right glove is also a legit glove. It just isn't the one that Thanos ended up having. But, so I was like, okay. So when she says, but when she walks through and says fake, it's not necessarily true. But if you if you go to um, to Infinity War, uh -huh. when they're when they're making uh, what what Stormbringer was yeah, it yeah. called Stor Stormbringer? It's a little much. When they're making Stormbringer, um, he's they make it sound like he had never made. So who made the first glove then? Because it made uh, it sound like it's the first time he ever made one. Well, we also don't know when he made it. We don't know how long they've been down. But how long ago would Thanos have been able to make it? Because there would have been no other dwarves to make the second glove because he killed all the dwarves. I don't know. It's... That's true. That's true. That's I mean, I wonder. It's it's. I don't know. I'd, I'd like to find your sources so I could so I could I, repute them. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't gotten to that I, yet. I'm not prepared for this conversation, so I have nothing. To <laughs> you saw no, it I, once, right? I, I did. You've seen it once. I did right? hear the same thing, and that was one of the things that people did was they came through because uh, they wanted to, to to disprove the right-handed glove thing. But I only heard the one person talk about, it, and he was a comic book guy that was saying that oh, there, maybe. There, there was comic book wise, there was always two. There was a right and a left. Thanos had the left one, the right one, and and. I mean, if you're making a glove, why wouldn't you make one of each side? I mean, it's kind of... Well... Do you make one sock? Well, but you only need one to hold the six stones. Why do you need two? I don't know. I mean, why would, why would you it wasn't, have, it why wasn't wouldn't you have one with three and one with three? I think... I, isn't it a gauntlet anyway? Yeah. Gauntlets, gauntlets come in oh. pairs? How many gloves do gauntlets? you need for your shake weight, you know? Gauntlets do come in pairs. <laughs> I, I was just saying, I, I, I heard everybody talking about what you were just talking about. Like, and she walks through and she goes, fake, because it's right versus left. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. And then the one guy came on and said, comic book accurate is there are two. So technically. Possible, yeah. Maybe it's a homage to the comics. I don't know. It, it, it's kind of, it's one of those ones we know, we don't know for sure, but it's interesting that they did bring it up. So, um, 
Yeah, it, it's it's one of those things. That, there's there's so much in this that uh, you know that pulled from the comics because it actually pulled from I think at least four different stories essentially. Um, you know, some from from Thor, some from Hulk, um, and stuff like that. So they 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 covered a lot of stuff, and they did it in such a way that it just rolled right it right into each other. You know, Ragnarok was a section of comics. Um, I can't think why can't I remember what the Hulk. Uh, it's not. It's not. Um, oh, geez, it's something to do with world, battle world, or something like that. But it's. It had to do with a, a Hulk title where they're they're on a, a planet and they're fighting and stuff. Planet Hulk. That's what it's called. Planet Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> See, I knew it'd come to me. You put uh, it together nicely. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's just they they did such a good job. It, like I said, there's not a lot of holes. It really fits into a lot of really cool things. Uh, great characters. So, um, I mean. I've gushed about this before this podcast. I've gushed about this over this podcast. I will gush about this tomorrow because it still remains literally my favorite uh, Marvel movie, uh, I think, overall. Uh, do I think it's the best? No, I don't know yet because I haven't put that list together, but I know it is my top three for sure. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, it, it it's definitely my most rewatched um, and I think it'll remain my most rewatched. I don't think anything. It's the only thing that's kind of come close, and it's really weird. Is is uh, Hawkeye uh, season? I think I've watched that more than than some of the other movies. Uh, I think I'm now on like the fourth rewatch of that one. So hmm. um, it, it 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 just all comes down to what really resonates with you. Um, and and this one resonates so much well, you know, with me that I I literally. You know. It's it's so nice and refreshing when you when you you see so many MCU movies and you're kind of stuck in this world that that a director can come along and a writer and put together something that just feels so unique and original and kind of even though you're stuck in this in this MCU world, um, so it's it's not only fits into this world but it's also an exciting movie in its own right too, which which has always been my my enthusiasm for this movie was based on that yeah no it's i think you're right it's it's a refreshing like i always thought of it as a one-off like i never i never and i think somebody said that earlier in the in in, in this episode but i think i've always thought of it as like a, a singular one-off kind of a thing and I, I always thought of it as like okay this is like a the kind of a throwaway kind of a thing or whatever like an iron man 3 like that doesn't really relate in my opinion, to the rest of the thing. But the more I've watched it, the more I've been like, this does relate a lot back into the entire MCU and it does play a bigger part than I initially thought it did. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, I, I don't I don't care for for Iron Man three. I think it's one of my least favorite. Yeah, no, but I was I mean I was you were you stepped away for a second, but I was saying this. I've always when I initially saw this the first time, I always thought of it as oh you know it's a throwaway like it's oh, a, okay, it's a yeah, one off yeah. it's a whatever. But the more I've watched it, you know, I've watched it two or three times leading up to this episode. And I probably watch it only because you can't stop talking about it. Um, I've probably watched it a couple of times before that, um, you know. So I've, I've definitely, uh, I've definitely watched it probably more than I normally would have. But it definitely ties more into the MCU than I kind of initially well, initially remembered from the yeah. first time I saw it. I think that I think that's actually with all of the movies. If you go back and rewatch them now after seeing Endgame, 
right? Watching all of them up to end game and then going back and watch them. Uh, Age of Ultron was one of the ones that really stuck me where it was like, I wasn't as impressed with it. And then rewatching it and seeing how much stuff paid off from Age of Ultron, I was like, this is actually way better than I thought it was in the beginning. Infinity War. Infinity War is so much of a bigger, like, as I, like, as we're getting close to the end, I'm starting to watch them, like, from where we are through the end. So it's yeah. like, I watched Captain Marvel through the end. And I forget which one we did before Captain Marvel, you know, the last movie, but it was like. I think it was Ant Man Wasp. Yeah, Ant Man Wasp. And then all of those. So I'm watching them kind of more frequently yeah. now. So I'm getting a lot of the, like, just the, it's the way I'm doing it. And I'm finding out that, yeah, a lot of these ones I didn't think played as big of a role or playing a much bigger role. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I, I did want to bring up just because uh, I heard a lot of people talking about it was, is like some people did not care for the comedy, how much comedy was like, like they thought there was too much. Um, and, and their idea was like, they, they really like just sad, boring people, but well, okay. well I no and, and the more I thought about it, it was like, I, I mean, I was like, I didn't understand it at first, but then I thought about it. Like, you know, we have things like infinity war, uh, captain, um, America's uh, civil or not civil war uh, winter soldier where they're so you know they're they're very dramatic and have the a lot of the emotional oh, yeah. beats now my thought was is what if well, you can take take yeah. like the Russos and Taika Waititi and have them co-direct a movie so you get a Ragnarok part Ragnarok part Infinity War type movie where you get some comedy and some of the the emotional beats that really resonate and like how how crazy and good could that be i, I, I it's just a thought i had i'm like i don't know it probably it, it may be terrible i don't know i i think the fact that we have an mcu world where you can assemble these movies however you'd like you are true in fact getting that you're getting taika watiti you're getting uh james gunn with uh you know uh guardians, guardians. Of the galaxy you've got the russo brothers you've got these assembled to try to make something that's cohesive and so right and so you can bounce around and just get that i guess well i, I was just saying like what if you took took like the like i said the two together in one movie so you got the emotional beats and then you also hit the yeah. the comedy at the same time like could you end up literally with the the best movie ever that just blows everybody out of the water it's you know it's it, tough <laughs> when you get could you please everybody <laughs> when, when you get multiple visions like that a lot of times you step on toes in in the, yeah. in the narrative like that's so you, you see sometimes these Netflix series we watch, if they're done by the same director, or at least oh, with, right, the, right. with a showrunner, you get some continuity. But when that starts getting, uh, you know, you get different visions. Water down. Well, you can have highlights and stuff. You get Boba like Fett. It doesn't feel as cohesive. So <laughs> I don't know. You get Boba you Fett, get, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> Fade to Boba Fett. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, we're we're getting towards the end. We've got we got three more movies. Uh, we're coming up on Infinity War in two in three weeks. Um, we have uh, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory next week, and I don't know what's in between that. But uh, once we get to Infinity War, we're really on we're on that that tail end of that roller coaster. It's it's a, we're about to hit that big uh, corkscrew and loop de loo, right? We're <laughs> we're getting into the 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 guts of it. Uh, those are going to be amazing to do. Uh, I have a feeling that we, you know, they're long movies too, and I have a feeling we'll probably hit a podcast longer than them like we usually do. We, we usually outrun the movie itself. Um, but that's okay because there's tonight. a lot. 
Yeah, there's a lot to talk about, and it's and it's good. Well, I mean, you cut out the first, you know, 20 minutes because of our cocktails. We're about the same as the movie. Sometimes. Probably true. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I mean, in a movie like this, there's so much to talk about and so much to gush about. It it is good, and then even in the bad movies, there's so much to 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 go back and forth with, and 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 you know, counterpoint and and argue about, and and that's what makes it good. And I'm 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 loving this MCU. I'm having so much fun with it. I can't wait to get into Infinity War and Endgame because there's so much to talk about in those. It just oh jeez. I mean, I'm already gushing at. It. I'm like I can't wait to watch them uh, again. Um, and then and then we'll have Spider-Man uh, Far from not Far from Home. Homecoming. Home. No, no, no. It's no, the far one. Far from home. It is far from home. Okay, I was I was right. It's a far from no, home. No, the first. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Sorry. Um, yes, yes, yes. Yep, and that that'll end our our uh, chronological watch, and then we'll get back into you know we still got some of the the Marvel series. Uh, one started tonight. Uh, I don't know if you oh guys have no She Hulk. Uh, it looks like probably it's going to be good. It. Yeah, probably I'll watch it tomorrow. Yeah, I, I, that's my goal. I'm, is, excited. Uh, I'm excited about it. Oh, I like. Anything like Hulk. It. I'm 100% anything Hulk. <laughs> also, well, I love the actress, Tatiana Maslany. Uh-huh. I think I told you guys she was in a show called Orphan Black, which oh, yeah, I, yeah. Think, I, I think is on Amazon streaming, and it is so – she's so amazing in it. It looks it's, like it's it could be really good. I, I mean, uh, you know, we haven't touched the, on it yet, Miss Marvel. The early but reviews I, I've been reading have been pretty positive. Like, I know. Well, they they released that early trailer, and people really shat on the the CGI. So they went back and kind of redid some stuff. So I think they're they're listening. Trailers. To it's like they're not always done with the whole right yeah, thing. This, yeah. But they can set they can set a standard that you know if you get the audiences revolting, then they better. Well, do something I mean, about you it. had that with uh, yeah. the Sonic, Sonic movie, yeah, right? Yeah. Sonic movie. They released the the trailer, and everybody's like, "What the hell is this tr- trash?" And they went yeah. back and fixed it, and, and everybody loved it. I want everybody. A lot of people loved it, so I think I think they listen to people, and I think I think we're in for a good series. Uh, there's supposed to be some good cameos. I think Jessica Jones, uh, Matt Murdock are supposed to be in this one uh, as well as oh really uh, regular Hulk. Yeah, uh, Ruffalo yep. is supposed to be in this one. Actually, I know he is. He's, I've seen he is. seen He's some trailers. He's already been in the trailers. Yeah, yeah, saw Daredevil yeah for sure too. Yeah. Well, we saw someone in a suit. It's okay. assumed it's That's Daredevil in in a, in a yellow suit. Could uh, be the is, other Daredevil. What was his name? Uh, it's a throwback to the old comics, the yellow suit. So oh, that's what yeah. they're saying. Bullseye, that, but, think, right? Is that what you're talking about? Oh no, yeah, no, no yeah, Bullseye, right? Yeah. So yeah, it, we'll we'll have to see. Uh, oh, actually, and I heard uh, uh, Abomination's supposed to be in this too. So that. Uh, oh yeah, that he showed oh, up in one of the you trailers mean from the Incredible too. Hulk. Yep. Okay, gotcha. I uh, was also in Shang Chi. Yeah, and they got. Um, Right. What's his face to play him? The same actor. Yep. yep, he's in it. Yeah, awesome. Oh wow! All right. Well, I think that does it for Ragnarok. I mean, I could go on forever talking about more stuff about it. There's, there's, there's so much to love about this movie. Um, uh, is okay. there anything? Yeah, yeah. You got okay, your Ragnarok. I... I got. Okay, go ahead before because I'm gonna. <laughs> okay. Quick question for you guys. Um, I'm flying out to visit Bo in two days. Um, what Marvel stuff should I? download for the plane ride well i'd say infinity war since that's going to be our next uh for sure i, I downloaded moon knight i downloaded oh, uh because right. i downloaded loki because i just i've only seen that once but infinity war you think 
I think Infinity War just because Infinity uh, War and Endgame. I mean, that's I watch those on planes all the time. Yeah, so, I don't know. I'm on looking a, for a, something. I'm looking for something upbeat and and cheerful because I should hate, download okay. Ragnarok again and watch it. Then then don't yeah. then, <laughs> then watch Loki. Do not watch Moon Knight. It is not upbeat and and it'll put you to sleep. See, I've watched Moon Knight and I liked it. Oh, so. I, I thought it was boring compared to some of the others. If you're if you're looking for upbeat, I would say yeah, like Ant Man. Ant Man's another good one. Okay. I'm gonna look through here. I would say Iron Man. Okay, good one. The yeah. first Iron Man is is good. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's always it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Plain right stuff. Yeah, like that. I would I would go I would go stay with. How the about funny. I mean even Loki, do some Loki. of this. I don't know if it I don't know if it has to be from our MCU genre, but like what about um, like uh, <laughs> the first Spider Man? It's on Netflix now. You can download it. Here we go. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure if it's streaming I, right I now. I am I am I am downloading some other. I have a couple. Here's here's one, and uh, this is one that I'm going to push to Steve because I think, and this is this is ties right back into Ragnarok. I think we need to do uh, Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> well, that was uh, one another of, one yeah, of my one of Taika Waititi's inspirations for this movie. Yeah, one of my favorite movies. Uh, definitely a top ten of my movies for sure. Okay, well, uh, so segue from your Ragnarok. Your Ragnarok for me is Better Call Saul, and so I just got to follow. Yeah, up. <laughs> had the finale on Monday. Not only that, of course, a friend I went to in college was the first assistant director on a lot of this season. He ended up being like one of the first titles of the credits after the, you know, the after the cast credits rolled, there was his his frame. I ended up getting a hold of him finally. So, I've got communication oh, awesome. going with him. He Oh, that's I, cool. I emailed him after it and then he responded the next day, but it was kind of almost a form letter. I wasn't sure if there was actually a recognition. So I sent him a picture and right after I sent the picture, he, he emailed back with just, he was, you know, thrilled and, and we, <laughs> we got some communication going. So, so nice. Uh, so, so maybe we'll have to see if, you know, we can get him on the podcast and do some better call. So I, 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 I have to admit, I have, I've seen a lot of people recently, uh, when I say a lot of at least five people come across my uh, Facebook scroll talking about Better Call Saul, nice. saying that Break. it I've is, heard people say it's better than Breaking Bad. That's I've exactly what I've heard in all of the ones I've seen so far, and all just giving the praise, in, and so I, yeah. I think I give it a, I'll give it a shot for you. <laughs> so Nice. All right. All right. That's all I wanted to add. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, I think uh, I think we've covered it. Uh, so Thor Ragnarok, best uh, MCU movie out there. Um, that's what we say here on how we seize it. <laughs> no, but we define we. <laughs> yeah. I'm the voice of this podcast. I say we. Wow. No, I, every, <laughs> uh, no I, I, I'm for me, for sure. Definitely. And, and I I'm just glad that people also enjoy it. Uh, if you don't enjoy it, that's fine. Uh, not everybody has to. I mean, there's there's people out there. You know, everybody has yeah. a taste. Some some of them are gonna have bad. So oh, boy. it's <laughs> this is this is a this is a ship, apparently. <laughs> Hail Noah, everyone. Good night. That's right. Good night. <laughs> what does that mean?